Come here, I'm gonna eat you! I'm bigger than you, I'm higher in the food chain! Get in my belly! Come on! Race 22 Radio is co-hosted by Performance Center Racing Warehouse President, Mr. Roger Johnson. Just keep your foot on the gas and drive right by him on the outside. You told me nobody goes to the outside on turn four. You go to the outside, you can hold it. With special co-host, Crazy Corey Latham. Sit back. Buckle in and hold on tight. Race 22 Radio is coming right at you at full throttle. And now your host, Mr. Langley Austin. guys and welcome to uh, race 22 radio uh, live here from uh, the performance center racing warehouse in uh, statesville north carolina uh, another beautiful weekend of racing this past weekend well i you you two guys y'all wouldn't know anything about that uh, my my co-host I here i watched the Rod- whole thing. roger every roger lap. johnson I and uh, cory Lath- oh yeah i forgot you know they got pay-per-view for those guys who never go to the racetrack i i, I got wow. you we ain't got your microphone on quite yet, Derek. <laughs> Every time. Tony, yeah, honest. Tony Stevens did a really good job. I only wanted to strangle him twice. It. Did a whole yeah. broadcast. He my, did really good. good. Yeah, I thought it was really good. Being there at the track, my ears were bleeding the whole time. Worth it. Yeah, the whole time. You'll have that. So that happens. I mean, yeah. you know, it's what good. Do you think uh, of race? I I thought uh, they were okay races yeah. and uh, really good finishes. Really, to both of them, the last twenty-five laps or so of the Super Late Model race was really good. Uh, the last. 10 laps of the late mile stock race was really good. Uh, Brandon Pierce sure did uh, make things exciting. Yeah, did a good job. Yeah, yeah. I, well, I mean, watching it on TV, you know, it was a little bit different. There was yeah. good racing throughout the whole field. I know, you know, when we go to the track, we only see one turn. Right. So, I was yeah. in the tower, and I didn't. I didn't. Uh, I didn't think there was a whole. I mean, there was stuff yeah, going on, but it was just nothing of any, you know, importance. You know what I mean? I, got you. I mean, when when uh, you know Justin Carroll got dumped by Tyler Matthews, I mean that was that was exciting. I don't know exactly what happened between the two of them. Looked yeah. like uh, Justin tried to squeeze in and looked like uh, he wasn't uh, Tyler it. wasn't having none of yeah, that. That's so. pretty much what it looked like to me. Uh, really, uh, really, really good, uh, really good race. So that super late model race uh, was everything it was cracked up to be. Um, Bubba definitely didn't have Bubba's. the best car. Um, he just had the wheel to win and did it. That's it. Yeah, Mason Diaz drove. That's what he does all the life. time, for sure. That's yeah, a, that's what he does all the time, though. Mason was uh, Mason was absolutely up on the wheel. Um, you know, drove drove up the, up through there and you know passed everybody. Uh, you know, really cleanly, which is hard to do at Southern National because it's a one groove racetrack. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously Brandon Pierce, he didn't he didn't worry about uh, he didn't worry about uh, you know just passing anybody without using a little chrome horn. Yeah, but he did it right. <laughs> he did. He, he did, did it right. right. I respect him for this. He didn't wreck anybody. Right. I so, respect I mean, him. Yeah. I, I, oh, I, I have to give it to Josh Berry because a lot of other drivers wouldn't have saved that. Uh, oh, for sure. That was a that was a big hit right there for sure. Yeah. But he knew for it was sure. coming, right? Josh is a good enough driver. He knew it was coming. He knew what was happening. Kevin yeah. Piercy in the house. Yeah, we got the legend, the legend, the legend from Hickory Motor Speedway Cruise over here. He's down with his Burger King. He's yeah. ready to dig. He's he's ready. He's going to get him something to eat while we're over here running yeah, our mouths. Might so. as well. I don't blame him. He's got to fuel up for this grilling we're about to give him. Oh, so. come on. Yeah. The roast of Kevin. <laughs> yeah. bring, bring on the oh, – and he left. He no, did. Kevin's no longer here. He left. <laughs> He didn't know what kind of party this was going to be. So, uh, man, just uh, a 
great weekend, uh, you know, at Southern National, man. I, it was good to be, you know, back at Southern National. I've only been it looked, twice. It looked like the crowd was really good, too. Uh, absolutely. The crowd was uh, fantastic. Especially for uh, the weather they had, track side, I mean? Well, I mean, not just for the weather. The trackside parking was probably 65% full, uh, which is a great indicator there. there. Yeah. Um, the stands may be completely empty on yeah. some weeks, and the trackside parking's full. And the suites, I believe, they were, you know, pretty full. Uh, I know they had to get uh, more wristbands than they anticipated uh, for that. So uh, they uh, they did really good there. I think uh, overall for them, you know, paying out the big money that they did, I think it paid off for them. I think they uh, got all that money back. Uh, you oh, know. I, I would say they did all right. Yeah, for sure. Um, <clears throat> but uh, it, it was a it was a great day, man. It's just it's just great to be back down there at Southern National. I don't make it there much, you know. I pro- promoted there in 2015, and I've been there twice since. So. I, w- I, I tried to make it there. I wish the middle yeah. of the race would have been yeah. a little bit better. I'd, I'd like to thank my sponsor, Champion Automotive, out of Greensboro, North Carolina. Uh, Troy and Angel and Bobby McCarty. Without them, I would not ever leave my house, I don't think. I have, wow. have, have $13,000 in a $1,200 car. Wow. wow. I Good mean, times. Yeah. Good times. $55,000 racing with race 22 and 50, 13 and 50,000. Man. Yep. He's deep, man. I'm yep. telling you. you when go. you got that deep of pockets right there, you're doing something. So. Yeah. Somebody's going to hit somebody here soon, <laughs> yeah. right? Like, I think, I, sooner or later, he's giving you the look like I will kill you twice, and he's walked it off. Somebody's dying. We just need a Friday night show. <laughs> right. That's what we need. Brass knuckles uh, coming up. I don't think we need a Friday night show. Were you, were you a little disappointed with the with the? I know you and I talked a little bit. A little disappointed with the race up until like two to go. No, not necessarily. I just uh, it was just typical Southern National, man. Yeah. I, I really like Southern National, but it has become a very one groove. It, it has, and you talked about it a lot. But I saw a lot of I saw more racing that, that, than I thought I would see. Uh, if you got side by side with somebody, you, you were, were going done. backwards. Yeah, that, you were I mean, it, there was, was nobody right. who stayed on the outside right, and couldn't. managed to race. Now, when we go to Hickory, uh, you know, next weekend or yeah. this weekend for their opener, when the car store goes there in two weeks, I'm gonna tell you what, you'll be see plenty of passing and plenty yeah, of guys what, side we, by we side. Know you too. don't see that at Southern. And night. we know from Josh Berry being on this show, giving Kevin, if they can keep the top groove cleaned right. off, right. that we'll have some good racing up there and Absolutely. maybe some two wide craziness. Absolutely, maybe and some I, three wide craziness. I suspect there'll be quite a few uh, car store guys this weekend, you know, getting ready for next weekend's sure. race. I think, uh, I think the weather, uh, you know, worked out for Kevin. So yeah, I think uh, the perfect, wind. perfect storm getting rained out. Um, <clears throat> you know, sometimes it works like that. Think yeah. same thing for Caraway. Caraway, you know? it works. Oh, it, it, it's yeah, so many years that has happened there. You know, yeah. that is, and you know, we'll, we'll see how many of the tour guys stop up. You know, on their way back up north. Right. Yeah. They uh, they race next uh, ne- or this Sunday. Um, so and it, the tour races at Myrtle Beach that Saturday yep, afternoon. Yep. Yep, Myrtle Beach. Yeah, I have a good uh, good event down there for sure. I seen an entry list. I didn't look to see how many it was. I just seen it was pretty long. So, yeah. looks good for the for the uh, NASCAR Wheeling uh, modified you. tour. I mean, nah, work hard doesn't at it, surprise man. me. But they work hard at it. But you know, coming out all that way, you know what I mean. You just never know how many they're going to lose. You know, having to come all the way down to Myrtle yeah, Beach. I think he's got a relationship with a lot of them guys, doesn't he? I mean, he's on the phone with a lot of them guys, isn't he? I don't know. I don't live on his phone, so I couldn't tell you. Yeah, but I thought he's part of that. That's from up there. You're talking about Myrtle Beach, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's yeah, from yeah, up yeah. north. That's where, right. I mean, you're both looking at me like I'm retarded. What do you mean? Well, I, mean, I didn't know who you were talking about. I'm just looking at you like, tell me more to the story, dude. Myrtle Listen, Beach it's not just a look, people. buddy. It's not just a look. Okay? Unbelievable. Catch up. Get a, get a glove on. We started this like 12 minutes ago. <laughs> I mean, no, we didn't start 12 minutes Nine. ago. Nine. <laughs> that's because he had the stuff plugged in backwards. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh. 
I I messed up uh, at the beginning of the show there. So, you know, I'm blaming Doc over here trying to get him to figure out what's going on. Total professional. I hit hit mute to make sure I didn't have anything going across earlier. But, uh, you know, it happens sometimes. (laughs) Things go down. Uh, it's only yeah. just begun. It, it's yeah. it's it's race twenty two radio, man. You can expect <laughs> anything, okay? And you're you, likely to get it. Even no sound when I'm using it. So, I mean, it's just the way it goes. So, man, but uh, definitely uh, definitely a good weekend at Southern National. Uh, congratulations, of course, to uh, Brandon Pierce. Uh, and uh, you know what a what a way to win your first race coming out of the box, first race with uh, Lee Pullian performance, and uh, you know just uh, coming out there like that was uh, really impressive for sure. I haven't seen Lee that happy in a while, even winning races. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, well, good that was, for him, that was, though, I huh? think yeah, and I think that was a big thing for him. You know what I mean? Man, he's yeah. bared down hard though. I mean, he's kind of put some of his stuff. What do you think about what I saw? He's going to race full season yep. now. After I I, is he running the full season in South Austin? I've seen that one post, but I don't think that's what that said. I don't know. You know yeah. He told me last year, you know, that's that's kind of the thing. He was putting so much emphasis on his race and then trying to do the same thing. You can't put right. You can't put all your emphasis, in, you know, in the right place. And he was going to try to spend a little more working on his cars. Right, right, for sure. <clears throat> I'm trying to get the comments open over here, so. Um, you know, as soon, soon as I figure out how to use this computer, we'll, uh, I'll be able to see the comments. Mason Dunn, from, Mason Dunn, and people. Mason Dunn. No, I don't think he's chimed in yet. Somebody said he had a job or something, so. Wow. Uh, Mike Diaz, of course, uh, chiming in, uh, you know, saying the Supers use the second group more than the late model stocks. Uh, they'd use it even more, Mike, if you put some VHT or something down. So just, uh, you know, just, just saying, just saying. I mean, we can uh, we can make some stuff happen. I mean, Kevin Fierce is sitting over here like, man, these guys are really going to give me hell later. I mean, he don't know what to expect. So, uh, a lot of guys, uh, <clears throat> a lot of guys coming in, you know, chiming in here on the on the uh, uh, message board or whatever the heck you call this thing on Facebook. Um, so, uh, let's uh, let's take uh, let's get, go and uh, take a check of the news here, so we can uh, get the roundup from this past weekend. Howdy ho, folks! Uh, looks like they re- did name that race that replaced the Denny Hamlin. Uh, race that uh, was canceled a couple weeks ago. It's now the Visit Hampton, Virginia Grassroots 200. I think everybody's going to start calling it the Grassroots 200 race. $7,500 to win, which is more than regular, but not as much as the Hampton Heat. Hampton Heat is 10000 to win, 500 to start. I searched all over the website for an entry for that so I could see what it took to start that race because I know a lot of racers, if they want to go that far, they want to know that. Could not find it anywhere on the site. I sent an email, still waiting to hear back from Langley Speedway on that. But it is $7,500 to win. Hey, that ain't bad. That'll draw from out uh, out some distance there for sure. It'll be green flag on the 11th, April 11th at 8 p.m. So uh, make plans to be there like we. We will be there. We will be there. All right. Ball says we'll be there, so I got to go. Mason Dunn says we won't, but we will be there. <laughs> so. Well, Mason Corey Dunn, will not. That's close C- enough. Corey will for, not be there. Or uh, Mason Dunn ought to be there. He'll be there. He better be He's there. He's at every race at Langley. You can't, you can't get him away there. from him. Other news, we talked about this in depth on the show. Uh, reported on race22.com, uh, Greenville Pickens Speedway. Combines limited late models and late models, as we all talked about. That might be some of the greatest thing that needs to be done. I, I do think that. and I, I, don't know, I don't know how this particular move is going to work. Right. I uh, talked to Anthony uh, quite extensively after he uh, made this decision last mm-hmm. week. And uh, the thing that I think, you know, made this move not a great move was, one, it was after the season started, and two, right. um 
they didn't go with one set of rules or the other. They tried right. to mix them, and I don't think that's a good idea. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you about since you wrote and, and spoke with him, yeah. talking about mixing the rules. And that's kind of yeah. going backwards, you know, possibly. Uh, I, I but, know. you know, Anthony's in his fifth year there at Greenville Pick and Speedway. So, um, you know, national champion in 2014, hey, he knows the racing game, so hopefully it'll work out. I think some of the guys will will take it on. To, to see what's going to happen, and hopefully after a couple of weeks we'll get some good feedback from the racers down there. Well, I think you'll find out fast. I yeah, mean, you got to give him credit for trying. It's yeah, you've got to try something, just like he you guys to say. Do something. You right. keep doing the same thing, expecting I, I, different results, listen, right? I, right, I'm, I'm proud that he's doing something. Absolutely, right. I'm backing 110%. It might be wrong, but as you got to try. Right, right. Gotta gather some information. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just think that he didn't have a choice. I mean, when you have five nah. late models, you you either got to get on the phone and you got to get a lot of guys there, yeah. and you're probably not going to win that battle, or right. you got to do something else. Yep, I agree. So we wish them all the best, and we'll keep our eyes on that. We'll and, ask uh, Kevin Pierce his thoughts on that here yeah. shortly. Yeah, it'll be yeah. good. Too. He might be next. You never know. <laughs> oh, you heard it here first. <laughs> Other stories on Race22.com. You can check them out. Great read. Trevor Ward, son of um, – um, Dean, Dean Ward, Dean Ward one of what? my all-time favorites. Yeah, I the couldn't legend. Even, I yeah, mean, couldn't even spit his name out there. One of my all-time favorites. Uh, you talked Probably about the story, on that diet, was, Dr. Pepper. Not yet. <laughs> Hush. I'm just saying. <laughs> um, the story was leading into this past weekend's race at Southern National Motorsports Park, but it is uh, talking a lot about his upcoming season, his thoughts, and things like that. It's a great read. Uh, you know, third generation racer, basically. Um, it's always a great read when I write it. Oh, Come Lord. on, man. Just say somebody I'm serious. Kim up. She just fell out. She does all the work. Everybody knows that. <laughs> Good gosh. And of course, the uh, muchly anticipated and talked about the Cars muchly. Tour. Muchly, that is my word. Wow. One hundred ten percent. I understood it. Thank you. Thank yes, of course you, you did. did. You're a Bowman great right yes, you <laughs> Thank muchly. you, Corey. Uh, the Co- Cars eight. Tour. 2019 preseason power rankings. Now, uh, pretty good list. Not too shabby for, I guess, a beginner. I don't know how many times you've done this. Only a couple thousand. Brandon Pierce listed as a number six. Langley, really? Well, I mean, you know, he he, uh, outperformed that this weekend, but we go to Hickory next, and he says out of his mouth he sucks there. I say he's going to outperform it again. I I hope he does. I mean, I hope he goes out and wins it. And, uh, of course, you know, you read all about the details of the race. Pierce uh, muscles past Barry for the Cars Tour uh, for the victory. Plus, they had super late models, what they call Redneck Jesus over in the Georgian, Florida. Wow. Yep. Uh, Bubba him. Pollard holds, holds off Pilter for the Southern National Thriller. Uh, then, of course, you can read about the incident between Pilter and Diaz as well there on Race22.com. Top five for the super late models at Southern National Motorsports Park. Bubba Pollard, of course, your winner. Preston second. Brandon Setzer did not qualify good. Everybody's worried about him, but, boy, he came on strong late. Uh, same thing with Jared Fryer. Jared started, what, 19th? Yeah, deep. 20th. And was right yeah. there uh, at the end. And Stephen Nash, where everybody's kind of watching him. And uh, uh, Stephen Wallace. Wallace fell out early. I didn't get to, to hear on the PA uh, what happened to Wallace? What broke? He blew up. Blew up. Just yeah. motor. You should, I, oh, you should have heard. I, I can tell you exactly what he said. But oh, yeah. Not, it was awesome. It was <laughs> oh, exactly yeah. what Anything he said he was awesome. not repeatable. Yeah, yeah it was <laughs> awesome. What he it said. was great. Oh, yeah. That's cool. It shot a rod uh, at the bottom of the motor. Oh, goodness. Yeah, but he didn't say it quite that way. No. Not that, he wasn't that delicate. <laughs> it was awesome. No, no. I liked it. I like. He's good for the sport. We'll go and, and, and jump on the uh, pit road TV dot, t- pit road dot TV. And check it out. And that way everybody can 
hear exactly what he said. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Brandon Pierce, of course, the winner of the Lake Model Stock Car Parks portion of the Solid Rock Carriers 300 presented by SRI Performance at the Southern National Motorsports Park. Josh Berry finished second. I don't want to say that was a controversial, but I think that was good, hard, short track racing between the two. Absolutely. And Deke McCaskill, it's good to see him run good. Uh, and I did see where he did post today that his wife was there. That he parked her on the track yes, side. That was and awesome. she was there. I was so glad yeah. to see that, man. Yeah, We're all really always cool. thinking about her. Yep. And uh, so glad she got to be there. And he had a great run, too. So yep. I know that uh, made everybody happy. Bobby McCarty didn't really qualify that well. Race solid, finished fourth. Riley Herp, some of the guys that we're waiting to see what they're going to do this year. Hey, how about it? Top five right out of the box. Yeah, I'll perform what I thought he was going to do. So <laughs> I knew he was in a good car, but I just didn't know what he <laughs> Yeah. Well, he certainly did. And some of the other guys that uh, really are unknowns going into the season with the, the car store and the late model, Drew Dollar finished seventh. Yep. You know, so good for him. Taylor Gray finished 13th. And Chad McCombie. Man, my heart goes out to you. I don't know if he just burned the stuff up or what, but he had a great car through three quarters of that yeah, race. He had a great run going for sure. Because we were we were sitting right in the middle of the back straightaway and watching his car, the drive he had off the corners early on. He had the best forward drive in anybody. For sure. He was moving. So, but, uh, yeah, I thought he was really going to be there at the end. But uh, it's good to see him there race. I don't know if he's going to do the whole tour. I hope so. Uh, man, it really looked good out there. So, good job to those guys. But all eyes were in victory lane. Tony Stevens, he was in victory lane with Brandon Pierce, and it was very exciting. It sounded a little bit something Here like this. Here he comes out of the race car, $10,000 richer, Brandon Pierce at Southern National Motorsports Park is a Cars Tour winner. What's it feel like to be a Cars Tour winner? Man, I'm probably going to get emotional, and, and I don't give a damn. I, I've worked at this so hard, and uh, this has been coming for, for a long time. And um, I took the offseason pretty personal and, and went to work on myself really hard. And, and these guys have thrashed and, um, you know, just, uh, just really, you know, reset my whole focus uh, this offseason and, and knew that, you know, it was time to hit the reset button and, and try to, see what I was missing to be more determined to win these races because I had been in cars that, that I could get the job done in Hatton, but uh, there was no stopping us today. But uh, I owe it all to that man right there and these guys, along with all these great sponsors. Um, when you got a four-time national champion here, if you just listen to them, you're probably going to win. So um, that's what I did, and here we are. But what was it like in the cockpit of this race car, the final ten laps? It looked like Josh was good early, but you could really in. Did you have any idea that you could get there and – those final couple laps, what was it like? Take us through it all, all those thoughts in your head. What was there? Well, I'll be honest with you. When the caution came out, I was, I was pretty pissed. I, was, uh, I had used it up pretty good trying to run Josh down. Um, you know, lap traffic, just how you were catching them. And some would go high, some would go low. And so you, you didn't really ever know. It changed lap to lap, even coming up on the same car again. So um, I just knew I had to get a really good start and hold him tight. And if I could get down behind him, I felt like I had enough left that I could get by him. So... Uh, he was getting really tight, and I was getting really free. And uh, I just shoved him off the bottom there a little bit and got the job done. There he goes, the thoughts in Victor Lane. Very cool to hear him have a lot of emotion and talked about searching with the end uh, in the offseason. I thought that was very important. But on the other side of that, Josh Berry, our very own uh, Langley Austin, caught up with Josh Berry, and Josh shared his thoughts right here going in late in, the, in that race. Yeah, I don't know. The, the long run before us started getting a little bit free, and then the, the restart, you know, we fired off good, and then this last couple laps it started getting free, and I just knew I had to protect the bottom. Um, yeah, because I knew he wasn't going to be able to pass me off the corner. You know, so I knew he was going to probably have to get into me. And, um, 
I was just trying to do my best to hold it, hold it down, and, and I mean, he uh, he rolled in there and knocked me out of the way. But I mean, that's racing. I mean, racing for the win, I'd probably do the same thing. And uh, just it's, it sucks, but we had a really good car. This is not our best track by any means, and uh, you know we we come out here and I mean dominated the race. I just wish we'd been a little bit better again. There you go. Very well spoken. Uh, Said it was short track racing right there. You heard it just like we talked about with Philip Morris. You guys talking about, you know, Josh Berry is the, of that same cloth, man. You know, right. short track racing. But a uh, huge thank you to pitrow.tv uh, for the audio from the Cars Tour. Appreciate those guys allowing us to do that. Uh, it was awesome seeing the raw uh, thoughts and you know, emotion from Brandon Pierce. Uh, and plus, thinking about emotion and our thoughts, uh, our thoughts are with Brandon Willard, the Cars Tour flagman. Um, had a, a medical situation during the super late model race, we had to stop the race, and so he could uh, achieve some uh, medical attention. He did go to the hospital. He was released. He got to go home. He's resting. He's doing great. Dad and family saying, you know, got to listen to the doctors, got to do what they yeah. say. So we're all going to be there for him and punch him in the arm and say, boy, you better listen to your dad, listen to your doctors, listen to your Paul, and, uh, and everything will work out good. But he did say he will be at Hickory flagging for the car store. That's great to see, yeah, too. I great. told yep. Danny, I told him, tell him there's easier ways to get out of work. <laughs> don't do that. And if anybody can knows that, that is uh, <laughs> yeah. Corey Crazy Corlatham, right? Yeah, but I know, I love Brandon. I've known Brandon for years, I and know. Danny, I, you know, I pick with him and all, but I mean, I'm, if, that, that scared the fact. I watched it on yeah. TV, and that was it, yeah. it scared me, really bad yeah it, it was very scary um gosh i've seen him when i was announcing years ago five six years old oh yeah you know his yeah. dad got him the flags while danny his dad was flagging the uara late yeah. model and it could have been way way worse yeah 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 i, I mean like uh, I, i'm real thankful and i put on you know my social media i was real thankful for the quick responders yeah you know absolutely. there was a lot of folks that were you know in the crowd i think with medical background that knew well, right away, you know, hey, yeah. somebody do this. No, you can't do that. They kind of recognize what was going on, yeah. and that was important. And, and I think and, Diaz with his flag yeah. stand, where he's got a trap thing where you can't get out of it unless yeah. you make yourself was get it, out of it. Right. Yeah, and that that was great. And, and Diaz was right on the spot as soon as yeah. we realized because he was standing beside of us yeah. in the tower. As soon as he realized, man, he rushed down there. He's got uh, some medical background, I believe. Um, and man, he was right there with him, and uh, you know, stood right there and, and awesome. worked with him the whole yeah, time. That's awesome. Absolutely. So, Danny. Uh, and, and everybody with the Willard family thinking about you. Brandon, you little turd, you scared us, but uh, glad you're going to be okay. Yep, yep definitely. Sure. We're definitely right, last bit, it. don't forget, Cars Tour, late model stock, and super late models coming up March 23rd. We want to see everybody back there at uh, the Cars Tour race, and that is all there is for the news, boys. Yep, and that race is at Hickory. Hickory Motor Speedway. <laughs> what did I say? <laughs> you didn't say You didn't say it all. Oh, God. yeah. I was seeing if you guys paid attention. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Kevin was paying attention. Yeah, he was like, attention. hey, man, you, you know, that race is at my track. So. That's right. Hickory Motor Speedway, the birthplace of oh. the NASCAR stars. That's what it says on the wall. Yep. So we'll, uh, we'll go with that. Oh. <laughs> it's, it's birthed a few. Wow. Absolutely. Yeah. Sure. yeah, quite a few has rolled through there. Yeah. yeah. Well, look, we, got, we don't have his mic on yet. We, we can't have we, his mic on. He's over here trying to talk to us. Right. He thinks we're bringing him on. He just don't know. We're going to sit here and just talk bad about him for, for a little hour. while first. We just break him down. That's how they roll. Yeah. Right. He, we do it he, to everybody. He only he gave he said he had to, he had an hour to give tonight, so we're gonna get him give him his hour coming yeah, up here in awesome. just a moment. So I'm happy about that. Um, you know, a couple a couple of things that he touched on. You know, the 
uh, Drew Dollar and uh, Taylor Gray, they uh, sure made my rookie power rankings look bad. Yes. Because uh, yes, Adam did. Lemke, you know, starting parked after crashing with Ronald Hill on Friday. Yeah. And uh, Manny Tyrell didn't have a really good run. Yeah. Finished 19th. That one surprised um, me. Uh, it did to me too because it's, 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 it's kind of his his track. You know what I mean? Right. That's I so. was surprised. I'm not talking bad about him. Yeah. I'm just I I'm surprised. Was surprised with the outcome. Right. There. I thought it would be. I thought he would come out hot. Yeah. And he I, was he was my sleeper. I I thought he would come out hot. Yeah. And, and you know one thing I think you know may play against him too is you know he didn't go to the car store limited race as he had planned to last year at Hickory, so he has no Hickory Motor Speed Motor Speedway experience to my knowledge. Oh, so yep. that's going to work against him too. Yep. Um, yeah, there's you know. not many that just show up at Hickory out of the blue and do really, really, really well. Not typically. I mean, right. for sure. Yeah. No, there's not. So, <laughs> no, it, it, uh, it takes a few times. Diaz uh, chiming in, Michael Diaz chiming in on the uh, – Still? Uh, yeah, he said that – He took uh, offense to what Langley said. No, no, he said that uh, Jeff Batten and his wife were a huge help with Brandon. Awesome. Oh, good. Awesome. Good stuff. Awesome. Yeah, so that was cool. uh, that was really good. But those, uh, those two rookies were uh, really impressive uh, for sure. And uh, – I don't know what we got going on over here, but uh, anyways, <laughs> um, don't well, panic. You know, this one of the is things why we can't have video. <laughs> one of the things that I found uh, found to be very uh, weird for me. I, you know, I watched the race, watched the the replay. You know, yesterday when they posted it, you know, and and a lot of people on race twenty two and on some other places, you know, talking about how dirty you know uh, Brandon Pierce drove. I didn't. I, he didn't wreck a single soul. Right. Uh, even let Josh Berry catch yeah, his but car. Br- Brandon was aggressive. I don't understand. He, he was he, aggressive. Oh, he's always aggressive. Yeah, he was. He was aggressive, but I mean, no, he didn't. He didn't wreck nobody's stuff. I mean. So. I just don't understand. I don't understand what people expect to see at a racetrack. If he would have passed him on that initial contact, possibly there would have been oh, a yeah, argument. Oh, that would have been He did it perfectly, he, in my opinion. Right. That's short track it, racing. And the whole reason yep. Josh didn't say nothing about it at the end of the race, Brandon, Brandon was rolling the center, good oh, Lord, yeah. way oh, yeah. better yeah. than he was. That's, that's why he about run over him. Right. Yeah. Lee Pulliam had uh, played that thing out on the radio with him perfectly. Yeah. yeah. I mean that's and I think that was the, maybe that was the missing ingredient for uh, for him because I, if if I remember correctly last week Brandon told us that Marcus Richmond was in his ear when he runs second at Orange yeah. County so maybe yeah. that's what he needs to get over that hump you obviously know, he's over that hump now I think you got to give Lee yeah. some credit you know he's kind of blended into the background uh, a little speaking of speaking of after uh, after last week's show you know I kind of said uh, you know talked about a lateral move and you yeah. know all of our conversation yeah. here last week and he did say in victory lane after asking about a lateral move he wondered what Roger Johnson had to say no so. I listen I, I wasn't dogging him in the beginning <laughs> I just think it takes I understand what it takes for a man with that much talent to be like no I'm gonna sit back here and do this with other people and not drive that, that's a tough thing yeah. I think that's a tough thing for anybody that's on top of their game. I by no means meant it disrespectfully. Yeah, and it, it, it lasted one week. He's going right. to drive, he's gonna uh, drive and, this and weekend I, at South Boston. And, and I expect that. <laughs> about killed him. And, <laughs> I, and I expect that. He's a, he's a competitor. That's what he's going to do. If yeah. you think you're gonna, he's going to sit on the sidelines yeah. and do that when he knows he can do, uh, I mean, a great job, uh, he's not going to oh, do that. And speaking of, before we jump into Kevin's thing, I think this race at South Boston this weekend – is going to be yeah, it's shaping up pretty good. It's going to be pretty fantastic. Yep, yeah. South Boston shaping up really good. Uh, you know, having Philip Morris, Peyton Sellers, Lee Pulliam, that's going to be you know instead of a two car battle for the win this year, they'll have a three car battle for the win at least this week. So I hope Thomas Scott smokes. Them so all. you're discounting anybody <laughs> else that's in no, the field? No, just last year it was two cars. That's it. That's all. That, that's all that pretty much battled for the win every week. I mean, I think Austin Thaxton got a win, and somebody else did, but uh, Brandon Pierce did. But I mean, other than that, I mean, those two guys pretty much were the class of the field every week. 
I mean, no, nobody, nobody gave them any serious battle. Yeah, but wasn't that an indication of what's going to happen in the Cars Tour deal this week? I mean, nobody was, like, overly – the way it started – Nobody was surprised and fell down like, holy cow, I can't believe this guy's running as good as he is. Look look right. who was there. It was the same right. thing. Sure. It was the same thing. Yep, I agree. Yeah. I mean, that's it. That's what we got right now. Then, then we Langley got another group. shocked with his number six. Oh, my gosh. We got another group that kind of all runs together. Right? I mean, it's the same thing. I, don't, I think Doc's confused on how power rankings work. <laughs> but anyways, we're going to move on to uh, bring you Kevin Piercy because I done burned up four minutes of his hour that, oh, no, uh, that we're uh, giving him here. So uh, thank you for coming, Kevin. I appreciate you having me. Yeah, man. Uh, wasn't wasn't sure if we could get you on here. You know what I mean? Just uh, I know uh, it's a you never know what to expect here for sure. Absolutely. And to be honest with you, Langley, we are just way behind with all the rain, right. bad weather. Um, you know, I didn't want it to rain out last week, but it was almost a godsend. We, we don't have the walls painted. We don't have other things done, and so. Uh, it kind of worked out for the best. Maybe the Lord just sent me a little prayer there. Well, the way the weather is this week and, you know, with the potential of having more late models this week for your opener, I mean, it's always good when you open up with the, the best potential. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I've already had a couple of the car store drivers have called me uh, about practicing and, and one or two has called me about racing. So I, th- I think we'll pick up a couple there. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, I I think everybody likes coming to Hickory except for Brandon Pierce. But uh, you know, he just can't seem to get that racetrack. And uh, you know, I, I really, you know, I'm sure if Lee wasn't racing this weekend at South Boston, I'm sure Brandon would probably try to be in that race this weekend himself. So, I think it's good for those guys, uh, you know, to to battle, you know, at Hickory. And and you know, anytime you get a chance to race there, you know, the track's so different, you know, from everywhere else the the tour goes, especially that I think anytime you go there is a you know good opportunity for you to learn something. Well, it's not uncommon for somebody to start on the high side on a restart, the leader to choose the high side because momentum is just as right. important at Hickory as the bottom line. And uh, with the momentum, and uh, we're definitely a handling track, not a horsepower track. So you can use that momentum to your advantage. So I would look for people to use the high line again this week. Yeah. Well, tell us about uh, what we got coming up, the, the race that we're going to see this weekend. Tell us a little bit about it. Well, we were going to do an 80-lapper, but we changed back to twin 40s because we we were going to start out the season with twin right. 40s. And uh, um, everybody loves those twin 40s. And that with the invert with eight, um, it's, it gives some people an opportunity to uh, to get, lead some laps and possibly win if they can get out front uh, that may not normally be there. And uh, so we're going to do our twin 40s. We're going to do our Paramount Kia uh auto group big 10 race again this week it's going to be a 50 lapper for the limiteds and uh we'll have our street stocks and uh super trucks four cylinders and renegades so it's it's pretty much going to be the same thing we're going to open up with only we kept the four cylinders on because they were there for the second race Got you. Yeah, it sounds like a good show. Uh, don't know where I'll end up. It's wherever my, wherever the rest of my guys well, go, I'll end up at the other tracks. So, I was you know. a little disappointed in you because uh, oh my. I love you to death, Langley, but, you know, I had not called that race off yet, and you showed a picture going down the snow highway. <laughs> I, you said you I were already to knew that you were going to cancel. You said you I were knew coming. you were going to cancel. I'd been telling Kim all week, I'm like, we're going to end up having to go to Southern National because they're going to cancel. And I kept looking at the weather, and I'm like, if Kevin gets this race in, you know, more power to him, but it ain't going to happen. You boys like that? He had to go to Southern National. Yeah. He wanted to be in Hickory, but he had to go to he Southern did. National. He did. We well, talked about so, it last yeah. week. <laughs> He'll be here this week. I, I really, I really wanted to, you know. I mean, if if I had my had my choice between seeing a race at Southern National, and this is no offense to Michael Diaz because I know he's yeah, listening. Oh yeah, it is. But if I had my choice of seeing races at Hickory or Southern National, <laughs> I'm picking Hickory every time. I'll go ahead and tell you that. Well, we're a unique place to be, and uh, like I said, it's a multi-groove track. Um, you're going to see racing there, no question about it. Now, 
you know, if we asphalted the track, we'd probably end up a one groove facility too. Maybe South while. Boston so, didn't. So, so well, don't, don't they're ever very racing. Yeah, please don't. don't. Don't ever pay. Well, I, I don't think that's in the the near future plan. However, well, I mean, all that money you're making over there, I mean, you right. might as well put yes. some of it into the asphalt. There we go. <laughs> RV parking. <laughs> RV. That's how it starts. <laughs> yep. And it's begun. The gloves are off. I knew Langley would would bring up money. That's, that's, that's what it's all about. So, oh, um, but no. Uh, I don't think you want to pave it, but at some no. point, I mean, the track surface was paved in the early 90s. You're going to have to do something. Yeah, there's only so much sealer you can put. Well, in sealer, places. and if you've been over there, we got about 19 patches of concrete in there uh, in different areas where we patch it, and we try to keep up with it, and we don't want to pave it because the racing is so good, but at some point, you're going to have to uh, to deal with that. Yeah. <laughs> Mike, Mike Diaz chiming in on my text message with a message for me. I won't share that uh, with all of y'all, but uh, <clears throat> it was uh, not nearly as nice as all the nice, nice things Kevin yeah. has to say over that, here. That was nice, too. I'm, I'm proud of you. <laughs> it's all Langley, Mike. It ain't me. <laughs> uh, but, you know, tell us about the, the business of Hickory Motor Speedway. You know, I mean, everybody thinks, and we, we know this to be a fact, everybody thinks that every racetrack is just making a killing. All right. And they, they can look up in the stands, and the stands Dumb might have. 10 dump truck loads you know out they might be 10 percent full and people are like yeah they're still making a killing you see how much they selling tires and they doing this and they got this for the pit pass they just don't understand the business tell us a little bit about it well that's a frustrating part of it but i'm gonna be brutally honest with you i mean uh you know i love hickory speedway and and i love being there and love being a part of it um it's a dollars and cents business and you have to treat it that way and if you don't right. treat it that way then you won't keep the doors open i remember uh uh, another facility that, that went to $5 tickets at one point and they came down the first thing some of the competitors said to me is you know when are you going to do $5 tickets I said I'm not I'm going to stay in business yeah and that was literally five six years ago and we're still in business so you and don't see not. me go up a lot you don't see me go down a lot um we kind of just run that same maintained plane but um but it, it, it's a discouraging business to say the least um and uh I think one of the hardest things about it is it's so frustrating. We live in a very somewhat selfish society now. Sure. Um, you know, when it comes to calling sponsors, you got to call somebody 30 times, and they're not going to call you back. I mean, you, you almost feel guilty like you're you're guilting them into sponsor. You're like, you know, hey, I'm going to call you till, till you give me something. So, right. you know, that's a sad part of it, but you have to do that. And uh, we used to do very well on our employee appreciation nights. Um, but you're in the same boat now. You almost can't get a hold of a human resource people. You right. got to go through a certain amount of channels there. They're not going to call you back. So you got to you got to just keep digging and keep pushing and pushing. But a uh, lot a lot of expenses people take for granted. Um, you have insurance for your buildings and and a general liability policy. You know this as being yep. a promoter. You have event insurance that you have to do every single week. That's that covers that particular event. That's over eight hundred dollars an event usually. And uh, then, you you know, you have the lease at Hickory, which is unfortunately astronomical, um, yeah. you know, and, and a lot of people don't realize this, but we also lease the land next door for parking. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't realize that's, an, that's that. an additional lease. No, I had no idea um, that. We got, uh, you know, then you have your, your other bills in there, our power bill, 22 to $2,300 a month, um, water bill, sewer bill, internet bill, phone bills. I mean... It's, it's an expensive thing to run, and, and if you're going to, to run Hickory Speedway, you better have an outlet of cash that you can fund the track 
as it kind of gets back on its feet from each winter. And, uh, right. that, you know, that's especially in this situation where we've had so much rain, people can't practice. Um, you know, you better be able to, to uh, delve off a little bit to the track to help it get, get its feet on, on the ground. Now, it will. It will. But it's just a matter of time um, till it does that. But it's, uh, you know, we've lost some sponsorship this year. Uh, we do very well on sponsorship. I think we do probably as well as any track uh, when it comes to sponsorship. The, uh, you know, we have probably roughly 25, 30 billboards and some race night sponsors and mm -hmm. things like that. Um, but you lose sometimes you lose those people when the, um, they change uh, the regional managers right. and the new manager comes in and he decides he, he wants to go a different route or uh, you know in, in the case we had a, a Fry Regional Hospital which was a super good sponsor for years and uh, they felt they had played it out you know they'd been there about five years and they just felt they played it out so yeah. you know uh, we seldom lose anybody in fact I don't know that we've ever lost anybody for something we've done wrong it's right. just uh people that choose to move their marketing dollars or, or bring different people in and change change venues yeah i mean there's always with businesses you know when you're selling you know i know from experience i don't sell anymore kim has to do all that now but uh you know from you know my experience it's always changing all the time you know mm -hmm. it's always somebody new you know in there and when a new guy comes in he may like soccer better than he does racing you Absolutely. know what i mean or whatever it is so well we had a sponsor that that chose to leave they changed regional manners but they stayed with the local baseball team so, uh, without throwing the local baseball team under the bus after about three or four innings, that's that's kind of boring. It don't get boring at Hickory Motor Speedway, but I think they just they they like baseball better than racing. So right. you don't you don't condemn them for that. It's just you just move forward and try to do the best you can to pick up some others. We picked up about three or four to make up for some of that. We haven't made it all up, but that happens every year. You just you just kind of ride that wave. You. You make a little more one year than you did the last year on sponsorship, or then you lose a little the next year. So you expect to lose, you know, 20000 in sponsorship and hopefully get 16 back or, or lose 16 and get 20 back, you know? Right, right. I mean, is that, uh, you know, you, you say you do really good on sponsorship. Is that one of your lesser challenges is selling sponsorship, or is that one of your biggest challenges? I hate doing that. I absolutely yeah. despise doing that. I mean, I am not a person that's cut out for asking people for money. And there's a lot of people that are cut out for that, but I'm right. just not one of them. And I, I really feel like you need at least four people to run the racetrack. You need a maintenance guy. You need, you need a uh, you need a secretary. You need the general manager, and you need somebody in outside sales. Yeah. And to be honest with you, you need a part-time media person to right. to also. Now you, so you need a full-time full -time. media person. You may be two of well, them. Yeah. I'm, well, I'm, I'm possibly so, three. I didn't I didn't want to go too far and say five, but, yeah. but no, that would have been what you needed. But but my point is, if there's any any position that I could hire and get off my back, it would be outside sales. I would love to find somebody, but there's nobody that wants to work on commission anymore. They want a salary and commission, right? And you know, if if they don't sell anything, you're just you just keep spending more and more money. You know, you guys were talking on an earlier show about sometimes you got to put some money in it to get some money out. You got to think long term. You got to think right. future. Well, there's no future if you can't get to that future. So, sure. Unfortunately, we have to think short term to make sure that there is a future long term survival mode. Absolutely, yeah. no question about it. You know, and I, I don't know the particulars of how your lease works, but it's hard to work long term when, you know, depending on the way your lease is as well. Well, I've looked into the ins and outs of possibly purchasing the racetrack, and the only way you could do that would be to owner finance. And mm -hmm. if you owner finance, I mean, you, you know, you throw a $1.8 or $2.2 million debt on there with a 
a four percent commercial loan, which would be a steal. It would be a steal. It's the same thing steal. as the lease. You're, right. you're spending the same thing as the lease to uh, to try to, to purchase. Plus, you don't have enough parking with the racetrack without getting the land next to it. So realistically, that's kind of what I was going to ask you, Kevin. Is, is talk about because that is such a unique situation because the track has one owner, then the land is owned separately. Is that? what i understand from from the years before or is it partial part of the land if you get the track it's no the, the it's it's separate parcels right but and, and and it's a different lease for each parcel gotcha okay that makes so, it pretty difficult. the same person owns each one well it's not exactly the same person but it's a group of individuals that owns the parcel gotcha. so and that's what makes that so complicated right to well, look at buying well, I mean, two point two million dollars is what makes it complicated. <laughs> that's what makes it difficult. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I mean, that's not lie to anybody, right? I mean, yeah. and to have to endure that payment, it's yeah. bad enough when you know it's a lease and you I mean, can. Kevin try to work makes it like it. every race. I mean, that's what I read yeah. on Facebook. Well, he drove up in his brand new Ferrari, <laughs> and he was throwing Bitcoin on the table. Just like making, well, that's what I'm saying. I, I don't want to paint a gloom and doom picture by any stretch of the imagination, right. but it wouldn't be a very smart economical move. To, to buy a racetrack right now, in my opinion. So, <laughs> I don't. I don't I, that's another conversation. Yeah, I'm not even going to dive into that one. But uh, we're sick, though. You know, um, <laughs> you made me lose my train of thought on that one. <laughs> well, the defense right there, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. I, no, I, 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 I agree with you for the most part that if you're buying a racetrack to run it as, as racetracks run currently, right. Correct. right now, you're, it's you're a beat. terrible investment. Yeah, you're being. Yeah. Well, and, yeah. and we do a lot of other stuff. I mean, we got. You know, we try yeah, to tell us it. about that. Well, no, honestly, maybe a lot of people don't tell us about we, all we this. We run stuff about eighteen NASCAR events, including our uh, our uh, big Bobby Isaac race, which is a very popular race in our fall brawl. We also branched out. We have two cars race. We have a pass race. We have a Southern Modified race. We have um, North South Shootout. North South Shootout. I was getting there, Corey. So <laughs> okay, better not. Let, Renee wouldn't forgive me for that. Yes, yeah, she would. And um, and then we also have a Hog Happening, uh, which is a uh, um, a deal they used to do in Lincolnton where they bring in these bands and uh, and throw a party for charity. And uh, so we we do that. And then something, if you guys ain't never seen this, you need to come to the Sundown Audio Show. Um, I don't remember the exact date on it, somewhere I believe in August. But these guys have $100,000 stereos. And yeah, I'm Matt was telling me about oh, this. Oh, my goodness. I mean, I, I sit in the office, it just rattles the roof. He said it's amazing. <laughs> he said and, it's uh, amazing. These people sitting there, and they, their shirts shake, their hair shakes. I mean, it, and <laughs> they, they, they bust windshields out. I mean, wow. It's, All with it's, radios. It's a trip. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Good so. stuff. We ain't woke nobody from the graveyard yet, though. So we're all right. <laughs> well, that's a good thing, I think. <laughs> we don't need no zombies rolling around, for I sure. Mean, they control I, hickory, that's for sure. I've been there. Uh, I'm going into my 11th year, and uh, and that was I had a complaint two years ago on the Sundown Audio. No complaints on the racing of the cars, but on the Sundown Audio. So luckily, when she when she called me, she had, her number popped up, so I knew how to call her back and. I just I picked up the phone and, I, and she said I know you need the money I know the tracks got out of the money but you know I've got a splitting headache and that thing's rattling my windows across the street and <laughs> and I said well ma'am I said I tell you what I said next year um, I'm gonna come over there and I'm gonna give you two tickets to build more for you and your right, husband to go somewhere else and you that's two, a good plan right that there that was a good move <laughs> you, you good two, move that is the most <laughs> awesome yes. thing right that's there that's a good that is move thinking right that there is that's a good you, move. you two can go and enjoy a day at built more built more on me and, and and we'll get this thing over with so. But I have to tell them to turn them down because it starts at like 9. So they'll start showing up parking lot at 7.30 and they'll start shaking the oh, parking yeah. lot. And go, whoa, whoa, wait till you're inside. 
inside, right. please. Right. So it's a yeah. lot of fun. But That's so awesome. we're, we're we're looking into different venues. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'd like to try. Uh, you know, bands and things. I, I mean, I hear they're very popular. The owner of the track, Benny, a super nice guy, told me better stay away from those. He said, uh, you know, he never had much success with them. Uh, I believe, uh, who was it that wanted midget wrestling? I'm all in. We can try yeah. that. Yeah, you know, midget wrestling's awesome. MMA. Midget MMA. tossing. Midget tossing. You see, they got those what? things. You put Velcro them and throw yeah. them against the wall. Have you seen that? Yeah. Yeah, you take a midget and throw them up against the wall. With sponsored, sponsored by a performance We'd center. We'd do that. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. We would do that. Exactly. We would do that. He'd do it just so he could throw one. We, we would do that. We need yeah. to get him signed waivers. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Uh, Alan Huffman says that uh, Sundown Audio is August 17th. There you go. Appreciate it, Alan. Alan, right yeah. on it. He's, he's on top of it. That's, your, that's public relations guy helping out here tonight. There right? go. <laughs> I don't think I can afford him full time. I, I guarantee it. I guarantee <laughs> it. Um, what do you consider, you know, the car store comes there, Southern Modifieds, you know, you, you have all your own events. What do you consider to be the biggest event at Hickory Motor Speedway? Well, I mean, the cars tours are always the big, are always an attraction, especially with that throwdown race that they did towards the end of the year. But by far, it's hands down, Knights of Destruction. Yeah, I mean that place packs styles. Um, I think we've done thirteen or fourteen of them mm-hmm. so far since I've been there, and sold like nine or ten of them out. That packs the um, house, don't it? Oh my goodness! I mean, they just had this one at Langley the other weekend. I looked at the stands, yeah. and there was not you could what empty spot yeah. in the stands. Yep. It's so big. it's by far the the biggest thing, and to be honest with you, everybody thinks, "Oh, you're rolling in the dough there," but there's so much more it costs you to do that. Right. You have to have extra security, and plus uh, George Nauer out of Florida, he's a partner in on that one that we work out. Uh, we work together on that one, and uh, um, and and make that happen. And there's school buses and cars that are bought and stuff that's <laughs> tore up. So right. so it's a it's a money maker for sure. Yeah. But you're it's you most know, money I ever made at a racetrack. Yeah, you're still not backing the dump truck up though. I right. promise you that. Sure. So Yeah. Yeah, they they used to accuse me of uh, having an armored truck roll in after they left, but that didn't ever happen. The good thing about those kind of events is they're guaranteed income though. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. you're going to you're going to make something where on any any Saturday night there's no guarantee that there's going to be an income. I mean, right. you, you just you know, there's there's times I've opened my eyes on Saturday morning and been physically sick of my stomach. Mm-hmm. Okay, what's the day going to bring? Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. What, what, so. what makes your track, you know, I see other tracks, you know, they're struggling to get cars all the time. Hickory just keeps going, keeps going, keeps going. I mean, I've been there on a 35-lap limited race, and there's 27 cars in the middle of summer. Well, you know what 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 what, what keeps you getting all the drivers coming back all the time? Well, you're you're not going to you're. I don't think that I can take credit for that. I do believe that I treat people good. I'm respectful of people, and and I try to give them a, an equal playing field to go on. But I think that, that a lot of it is Hickory Motor Speedway. It's just Hickory Motor Speedway has a uh, uh, kind of a life of its own, and I think that fuels it. Um, you know, can anybody come in there and run it? I don't think so. We've seen people run things in the ground before, but still – you're kind of a leg up on a lot of racetracks just by by saying Hickory Motors. Oh, for sure. And uh, and I got a couple numbers here ready just because I knew that would come up. But we averaged just under 13 late models a race last year, which I don't think is a disaster. And No. uh, No. And with a high, I think, of 27 or 28. And then uh, on our limited counts, we we have about 16.8 average. Um, And, of course, like Corey said, 
I'm, it, don't be surprised sometimes if you roll in there and there's 22 limited cars. It's, yeah. it's unbelievable. It's the weirdest thing I've ever seen. There's nothing special. Just all of a sudden you show up one night and there's 25 limiteds. There. I don't I don't know this to be a fact, but I would say that average in the limiteds is probably the highest of any racetrack that runs both divisions. Yeah, I would say yep. so. Well, and, and also I want to say this too because, I mean, sometimes people throw off on the tire deal and things like that. Sure. Um, that, that used tire deal makes it affordable. And I'm going to be honest with you. You know, we put a lot of work in our used tire deal. It's not like uh, I had a racetrack call me one day, and they, they said, what do we need to do? We want to do a deal like yours. We've heard people tell you you got to tell us that you got a good deal. And I explained the process. We get them out. You know, we, we depth gauge every tire. We put them in lines. We clean the sidewalls so that they don't have writing because people will write junk or something on a tire just because right, sure. they want to get rid of it, not because oh, yeah. it's junk. And we clean them, and then we set them in stacks, and then we they draw, and we scan the tires, and, and, and they race them. And, uh, you know, it, it's successful whether anybody likes it or not. The same people up front are still up front, right, and exactly. the same people in the back are still in the back. So, uh, But it'll pay you to be able to understand how to read a used tire um, if you're going to run limited hickory motor speedway or super trucks. We run both of them on used and street stocks on used tire. You think it handicaps a guy coming in who's new to racing? Because he's got to run on used tires because he doesn't know anything about about well, those tires. I think it I think it might be a little more difficult on him, but it's the great equalizer. Yeah. Go ahead and build you a thirty five thousand dollar limited car and come over and put used tires on it. You're not going to be any better than a guy with a twenty thousand dollar limited car. Right. You know I what agree. I'm so it is kind of a great equalizer. I mean, <clears throat> money always buys the speed, but but the, it keeps them closer if that if that makes sense. Yeah. No, I, that makes sense to me. I just uh, that was something uh, Darren Hackett kind of pointed out that he felt like that it kind of opened up the gap some the the used tire deal and they something that they do as well, but it opened up the gap a little bit for the guys coming in new didn't really know anything to a a Mac Little. You well, know? you asked Darren a question that 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 and and I appreciate Darren because he uh you know he was the one brought up my lease so he knows what I'm up yeah, against. Right. Um, and I appreciate him very much, but you know. Roger, I believe it was, asked him, said, what are you doing to get cars in? And I think you somewhat stumped him there, Roger. And uh, I think you would have stumped almost any general manager or promoter that was there because, you know, it's 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 a flip over. You can always, I mean, I started that deal in my first few years at Hickory where you pick the phone up and you call people, hey, you going to come race? You going to come race? And, you know, 90% of them, ah, I don't think so. We might get there. And, and you never really pick up a car. Right. And, uh and then you see on Facebook the next day that you're calling, begging people to come race for you, you know, because you can't get no cars and stuff. So it's a bit of a catch-22. But what I've learned going into my 11th year is the people are racing Hickory Motor Speedway this weekend, they already know they're racing Hickory Motor Speedway. Their mind's made up, okay? Competitors make their mind up where they're going to go. And that's where they're going to go, and a phone call is probably not going to change that. You know what I'm saying? Right. So that's kind of what I've learned is what do you do to keep them in? What do you do to get them coming back? You treat them fair, but how do you get them to come in the first place? They just got to want to come race, you know? Yeah. When you promoted, is that what you did? I'm not comparing the two. I'm just saying you grassroots did some, right? We talked about that a couple times before. I, sp- I no? spent a lot of time on Messenger on Facebook because yeah. that's where these people live today. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, did, it, did it work for you, Langley? Yeah, I mean, it you, did. You'd actually. be amazed yeah. at the amount yeah. of people here in the last, I'm going to say, month, maybe two months, um, well, Langley gets to see it. The amount of people that I quote things to on Messenger, yeah, for the sure. amount of parts I sell on on social media, social media, the world. that yeah, it's sure. retarded. I, I'm sorry, it's ridiculous. <laughs> I don't talk to hardly anybody anymore. 
I mean, I still do get people that call or whatever, but many of the people, intriguingly, don't have time. So they'll message me Sunday afternoon, hey, right. I, I work from 8 to 5. It's hard for me to get there. When you close, would you have 20 minutes or an hour to talk to me now? And you get a lot of messages. It's The only place that it becomes difficult is it's a little more work on, on the person's end sure. because most of the people – it's harder for a lot of people to communicate through the text and get their whole thought process out. But other than that, I think it's a hundred percent win. Yeah. I, I yeah. think if yeah, you, yeah, for sure. I mean, Hickory, I've, I've looked and take us the wrong way or nothing. I've, I've, I wish I could see more information about Hickory right. when I look online. I don't see as much as I do other tracks. I've been telling them. I've been bitching at them every week. <laughs> Ask him. I've been. I'm serious. I've been. I've been but, every week. And, and that's why I think and he's when my you were friend. talking. I mean, I don't mean it that way. I, when you were talking about, you know, the people you need, that's why I think the the, the social media, the, the person putting out public relations, whatever you want to call it, I think that person is far more important than everybody else you right. listed. So if you want to race a hickory this Saturday night, message Langley Austin. Sure. <laughs> and he'll get it, he'll get it to me. Yeah, we'll get you a parking spot and we'll be ready to go. For sure, hundred percent. Langley would forward that on to you. No, yeah. he would. I, I mean, it's that easy. Yeah. What did everybody sure. look like? No, it's sure. not that easy. It really is that easy. No, yeah. It, no, it, it really, really is. is that easy. It really yeah. is. Uh, I'll be honest with you. I'm not a social media genius by any stretch of imagination. I well, mean, you, that's, the great thing is you don't have to be a genius. You don't have to be. <laughs> it, it, today, I believe, just me, it, it's so simple that anybody can do it. You know what I mean? I mean, I really believe that. I believe that anybody who can will take the time to download the apps and put them on their phone can do it. Yeah. And they don't even need a computer. I mean, if you give me free snow cones for a year, I'll do it. Man. Oh, my yeah. God. You don't want him doing it. You're yeah, you don't want him doing it. You'll have so many less cars. Yeah, there's some places you should step in on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to take some videos down that weren't no, that. You know no. what I mean? Yeah. You should. We, yeah, we had to restrict yeah. his I've, time. I've brought many cars to racetracks. So. <laughs> we had to restrict his time period. It's great to know he hasn't forgot about the, the shaved ice, though, because that's a big seller. Oh, that's good. Oh, I guarantee yeah, it's see, a big seller. That's what he took out of that. My wife, every time. My nephew, every time. I eat them until I get almost sick. Yeah. There's probably as much money there at Shaved Ice as there is in a racetrack. Right? Right, yeah. <laughs> I guarantee it. A, a few people chiming in about where we were talking about the tire deal. Uh, Gene Light says that he uh, loves the tire deal. Uh, Thomas Bean says it's about three days of work for the tires. Kyle Manch said that he would have never been able to run a full season with his own car if it wasn't for the used tire deal. Um, yeah, it's good stuff. Let's see. Thomas um, has been one that's helped helped us on those tires before, like when yeah. in the summer or something, if he wasn't doing something, uh, he's participated in getting them all out and depthing them and cleaning them. So he, he runs late model, but he understands that what, what goes into that limited deal. Right. Um, Zach Bruins, you're chiming in. He said that I got him to drive two and a half hours away and drive down Five Mile Mountain. <laughs> and he did drive down Five Mile Mountain, which, I mean, you, you guys don't know what that is. Well, you, you've yeah, been I was there. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm there. What do you mean? Know. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. uh, Kevin, you don't know. But it's uh, yeah. it's, it's interesting, and it's an interesting, interesting? place to go. <laughs> it's, interesting. It's everyday life for me. So, I, you know, everyday I don't think life. About like, it. It's scary enough in a car, but with a trailer? Yeah. You hear a banjos car? playing halfway down the hill. <laughs> you should have seen Daryl Wallace Sr. when he used to go down there was no banjo. You they didn't were, want to meet him. They I'll were tell you that right now. They were, they were playing a washboard. There was no banjo. <laughs> right, for sure. Um, another, uh, Alan Huffman said that uh, he agrees about the social media. He said PR is huge. Social, me social media is a great leverage tool. Yeah. Um, Randy Clark, chiming in, wants to know if you and uh, Ron Barfield are working on a mass date. I have not heard from Ron yet, but uh, the door would always be open to do something like that so gotcha 
All right. And, um, I, and I will be uh, staying after class, Langley, for some instruction in social media. <laughs> we don't have enough time for all that. Hey, let's, let's, let's talk about well, what You're going to be at Hickory this weekend, so we'll talk. Uh, let's talk Good, about the, the best thing day. about it is it's free. Well, there you it, go. It, it, it is and it ain't. To a certain extent. I, I will say that today, isn't. the way things work, you're going to have to spend money. It, yeah. it is it is a free tool. You can reach your most rabid fans free, but you cannot reach new fans free. Right. Yeah. So that's that's one thing about it that I think you know most people don't don't promote your not, not with any yeah. consistency. Anyway. Yeah, you have to you have to spend some money. Facebook, you know, and that's something you know. When you got to spend money to get data. It's the same with racing. When, when I was it. at Southern National, that's something they had never done, and we spent you know quite a bit of money. I mean, at least it was Mike's, and it wasn't mine. Well, uh, I, I can tell you this. I mean, you know, we've advertised through Hickory Daily Record, um, yeah. different radio What's stations, Hickory Daily Record, and uh, the local newspaper, and we found that you cannot tell any difference in. Weekend weeks you advertise your well, crowd count just stays well then, the same. Then my question is, why are you doing it? Well, we don't no more. Okay. that's what I'm saying. We we've done that in the past. Well, and we have learned that. Do you read the newspaper? No, I don't read the newspaper. Well, then why would you advertise it? It's it still goes out to twenty some thousand people in the, in the <coughs> Catawba County area. So I'm just I'm not saying that that's a bad. How much did, How much did that cost you? One hundred ten dollars. One hundred ten dollars per race per week or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. Now keep in mind. We didn't do it last year, Langley. So, right. so you we, realize, we, we got hold off on. the train. We <laughs> right. got off the train. Right. Be easy on him. Uh, no, I no, just no, no. hold I on. Am, I am. Can't you read the newspaper online wait. for free? I, I, for just, I just. I don't know. Is there newspapers? Two I weeks ago, I had that exact same conversation with him. Did I not? <laughs> I mean, like, two, it was verbatim. Could have been taped. Oh man. <clears throat> Uh, you know, and and I'm not, you know, I'm not dogging on yet. It's just Sound the way like the way everybody thinks. They go to, you know. Uh, old school media first. That's their first thought. Yeah, you know well, what I mean? Of course, but you've had you, success you with that in the past. Yeah, so why and, would you and not I go agree back with everything it? you say. I mean, we have had success. Right, you don't in the agree past. with everything we oh, say. Well, We're in this crazy. particular, yeah, <laughs> in this particular subject, what I'm saying is, yes, we have went old school. We have had success. We're now learning that it's not successful. Sure. But I'm still old school. I have right. to be taught new school. Right. So I'm, well, I'm open. Here's to the one taught new school thing I want to know about. I. I hear a lot of good things about Hickory. I hear a lot of bad things. You know, that's just me, right? I I, get, I don't hear I, much bad. I, I, get I don't to, hear a lot of bad. I, I do, but it's always from the same, right? It's always from the same broadcasters. Yes, group. right. Yep. So my question is this, and this is the one thing I I, I want you to address, kind of on a uh, on a platform where you get some ability to not have anybody rebuttal you. I want you to explain some of how important of a role the tire deal plays in the weekly layout of Hickory Motor Speedway. Because I think that everybody thinks, oh, the racetrack just does its own thing, and Kevin rips the tire deal off to do whatever, whatever. And I don't think they understand how much sacrifice you put in from the tire deal. And I'm not kissing your hind end. I'm just telling you, you and I have talked about it before. So I want you to let people know that you're losing on that to have the racetrack per se. Does that make sense? Well, yeah. I mean, you know, the tire deal is a successful business. Yes. I mean, there's no question about that. Um, I've been asked this question before. If you didn't have the tire deal at Hickory, would you walk away? And my answer is always the same. No, I would not walk away. I would run. I would run <laughs> as fast as I could because the we're just not economically strong enough without the tires. And what some people don't realize is there's also vendor agreements in this deal. I mean, you know, some tracks it may suit them to get out of the the, the new tire business 
and make them all limiteds and late models together and maybe do two tires or whatever. We have kind of the best of both worlds. We have a great limited field that runs on used tires. We have a good field of trucks that runs on used tires. And we have enough late models to survive. And therefore, we have vendor agreements. We have vendor agreements with Hoosier and Sunoco and people like that that want to be a part of Hickory Motor Speedway too and other racetracks. So it's not as simple when everybody just says, oh, just blend them all and do this and do that. It's not that easy. There's, there's other entities involved that are working with me to help Hickory Motor Speedway be, be, be the best it can be. What's the biggest thing you get, you get bagged on? Do you get that Kevin Piercy gets ragged on by by the by the customer or the competitor or the or not even the fan? What's the biggest well, thing that that you get ragged on that people don't know the real truth about? Probably the biggest thing that I when the, the biggest hearsay I hear sure is that I'm I'm greedy. Yeah, I'm I'm just I'm this greedy son of a gun that all I care about is raking that money in and and you know I don't care about competitors I don't care about fans. And that is so far from the truth because there's times that I'm sitting over at 8.30 at night while the competitors are testing and I'm not eating supper with my family because that's the only time they can test. Sure. Okay. And uh, and so, you know, trust me, if you want to be a general manager to make a living, you better not be greedy because those right. two things don't go together. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, I agree 100%. Yeah. I mean, every time I go to Hickory, it's one of my favorite tracks to go to. I go there and – have a free run of the place, and he shakes my hand and tells me he's happy to see me every time I go there, and I enjoy being there. Yep. I, I've been very fortunate. I knew from an early time to stay on Corey's good side. <laughs> if you I've, read anything he posts on Facebook, you know better. I've seen people get on his bad side. So me and, me and Corey's buddies, I'm going to shake his hand welcome him every time. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy being there. I do. We love having you, Corey. So. Only because only you shake his hand and you're nice to him. That's the only reason he enjoys being there. No, I'll leave this one. I mean, I've, there's not any other track I've seen with overall collectively better racing through my my watching racing at local level than at Hickory Motor Speedway. Oh, I totally agree, hundred uh, percent. Back to the tire deal. Uh, ben Campbell uh, chiming in says he's coming from Renegade to Limited this year at Hickory, and there would be no way to afford it without the tire deal. Uh, Bobby Little says he's looking forward to coming to Hickory this week. Um, a lot of people chiming in, man. You uh, you've got the the chat stirred up, and and in a good way. I, I wasn't, well, you know, hey, trust hey, me. Social for- media. Yeah. Trust me, for, for, for every criticism, there's there's five or six people. I used to have Thank a couple you. people, and one of them passed away, and I, I'm going to say his name because I respect him a lot, but his name was Donnie Harmon. He was a street stock competitor at Hickory. Mm-hmm. And Donnie would, about once every two weeks, he'd just come sit down in my office, and he'd say, don't pay no attention to it. You keep digging. You right. keep doing what you're doing. You're doing a good job. We we respect you. We know what you're doing. And another one's Tim Bean, uh, Thomas's dad. There's people that man. there's people yeah. that build you up and uh, and let you know that you know you just keep on doing what you're doing because we know where your heart is and that's what's important. I totally agree, hundred percent. And and I think you know I don't think anything's changed in the game. You know I I talk to promoters all the time and they're like, well you know today you know people just you know they just want to be negative. Now people always wanted to be negative, but we yeah. are naturally negative. Um, and I think the difference today is is they have a platform in which to talk to one another about negativity instead of having to travel to somebody's race shop to talk to them about it. You yep. know what I mean? Well, and, they can, and everybody and, sees it. Yeah, and they can hide behind it. Oh, I sure. I mean, they, they hide sure. behind it. And, you know, you're just talking about the frustration of people that push you and, you know, say, hey, you know, he's greedy. 
there's lies. I mean, sometimes I, I I pick up something on there on the social media. I'm like, seriously? Yeah. I, you know, where did that come from? You know, I had one one occasion one time where somebody put on there that I was raising the price of the gas for my big race, which was a total wasn't even in the picture. And I'm like, but he posted right there on so on social media for everybody to see, like that I was going to raise prices for a big race. I mean, it's right. just foolishness. And now. You know, I've got a lot of people that tell me I need to go in there and just just let them have it, but I've just chosen to keep. Don't no, throw gas yeah, I don't on the fire. No, I don't, don't think don't throw gas I don't on think the that's fire. it. Yeah. I, I think it works differently for everybody. I think every um, I've seen some promoters take the uh, you know avenue of going in there and combating it. I was very combative, you know, when I was a promoter because I just felt like I just wanted to. You know what I mean? I didn't. I didn't care. You know what I mean? Are you gonna think less of me? You already think I'm a jackass now. So I mean, what difference does it make? You know what I mean? So I, I just I'd go at them. I didn't care, and I won half those battles, so I did all right. But half the time, the three people you were talking to, though, man. Well, they were some know. nice ones. <laughs> I mean, nice they're from Franklin County, so I mean, they were some nice ones. I mean, you know, it's just the way it is. But I, I think, I think you know, most people, unless you spend a lot of time on social media, which you obviously don't, I think you're better off not to, because you got to be fast with them in order to combat them. You know what I mean? Well, but ultimately, Langley, you probably won a few battles, like you said, you you won some battles, but ultimately. I can't play the same game they're playing. No, you can't. Because right. because they're going to automatically. I appreciate you it's, saying it's, that. It's going to make it's going to make me look like some kind of a of a crazed idiot that's that's, that's playing the game, the baby games they're playing. Right. And yeah. uh, and and I'm just not going to do that. Um, I've told people this, and and whether you like me or not, it's irrelevant. I have one person to please besides my wife, and that's Jesus Christ. And if I'm pleasing Him, I really don't care what anybody else out there thinks about me. Yeah. Now, I'll tell you what, I mean, you're, it's a good thing my wife don't get on social media <laughs> because <laughs> she really is not happy with some of these people, and, and but she treats them just as nice as yeah. can be when they walk in there, even yeah. though she knows what they said about me right. 12 hours ago. She yeah. treats them like God. Yeah, and I always thought you've carried yourself professionally, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I think it would be bad for you to change any way you carried yourself at all now. I, yeah. I always, always told my wife, I was like, when they come in, you're nice, and you stay off social media, you do not say a word. You can show it to me. We can talk about it if you want to. You don't say a word. I told my sister the same thing. Don't say a word. I will, if I think that it needs to be, you know, something to battle, I will battle it. You know what I mean? But otherwise, we're leaving it the way it is. You know what I mean? You can get a little Go, bit of Going to Hickory, when I walk in to sign in every time, I know everything that's going on in the whole week within five minutes. I guarantee it. Guarantee oh, it. I do. She'll get you up to date for <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, she knows what's going on. And, and, and you can get a little bit of satisfaction by typing in what you want to say to them. And then delete it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I usually Taking never got to the delete part. Walking away. I like that. That's a good way to do it. I was never smart enough to delete it. I just go ahead and say. Just type in what you want them to hear and then just delete it. And that that way awesome. it makes me feel a little better. So um, I've, I've often said that. I mean, you know, I might be looking, looking you in the eyes, but you never know what I might be thinking. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so sometimes I think things probably shouldn't think. <laughs> Uh, Christopher Mays is uh, chiming in on here, wants to know, have you seen a Super Cup race? And he said he would love to see those cars at Hickory Motor Speedway. Well, I actually have seen a Super Cup race, and they have raced at Hickory Motor Speedway before with, um, I'm trying to remember the guy's name, um, the older fella that's kind of skinny, helped me out, Corey. Um, Joe. Yeah, I remember yeah. when they raced Joe, there. Joe something. I can't remember his um, name. Yeah, but but here's the deal. One, are they still around? Yes, well, they are. They're pretty are. strong. But there's a couple things that that 
stood in the way of, of that. One was uh, um, the guy that ran the place. He wants you to give him X number of dollars to come in and run, and and I, I don't know that, that they have achieved that value yet, and maybe they have, but to me they haven't. And then the second thing is uh, they were running with a pass race several years ago, and uh, we had rain, and, and Tommy moved it to Sunday, and they loaded up and left, didn't tell nobody nothing. They just packed up and left and drove off, and I told – the guy that run it, I said, man, you don't do stuff like that. You at least wow. need to tell tell the guy what you're doing, <laughs> yeah. Tommy. You know, so, so I, uh, I don't, I don't want to 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 go down that road at this point yet. But right. doors always open. Understand completely. Going back to the social media uh, thing, Mike Jones chiming in uh, says that his insurance page reaches about thirty thousand people on a post, giving away two tickets to South Boston every week. I think you guys give away some tickets every now and then. How, how does that work for you? We did that with Trevor, and and we found success with the numbers. Yeah, the numbers were really good. Yeah, but we didn't really see it happening in the stands. You know, yeah. I mean, we couldn't tell that there was any big change in the stands. So. You know, it's definitely something that uh, that I would be willing to open up the door again and and give some tickets away and things like that because, you know, that's that's an area that at least people are talking about you, even if they don't come every week. Right. Yeah, I agree. I'm reading through some of these comments here. Uh, just a lot of people chiming in about uh, Facebook. Del- deleting uh, the bad ones. <laughs> uh, no, it's not been anything bad yet, actually. I'm, I mean, I'm. you know, anybody wants to put anything bad, go ahead. We'll ask him. You know what I mean? It, whatever. It is what it is. Yeah. Um, but uh, a- Andy Markey uh, chiming in uh, said that he, they using Facebook Live uh, helped them tremendously at Carteret. Um, so uh, he works uh, PR down there at Carteret, also works uh, part-time. Uh, part time for uh, for us sometimes if, when we can get him to do something. I'm sure he'll uh, chime in on that. Uh, Gene Light said it's uh, Joe Smelling. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's Joe the Smelling. Yeah. Got the Joe. Um, <clears throat> Chad Con- Chad Campbell uh, chiming in with some nice uh, comments about me. Uh, appreciate it, uh, Chad. Uh, Alan Huffman said that uh, Jason Sherrill is doing a great job sharing Facebook Live and race updates for you. Maybe it's just something I need to delve deeper into that we're not yep. we're on the surface of that and we need to get right. down into the deep. Well, I'll be honest with you, I don't see a single racetrack, single in our area that is working social media even 10% of what they need to work it. And I mean, I don't either. I, I, don't. I don't see any. I mean, the Cars Tour, I'd say they probably work it more than any racetrack in this area, but New Smyrna Speedway, if anybody wants something to look at somebody really doing a good job on social media, those guys are working it. I mean, I get, you know, notifications with them all the time, uh, you know, going live, and they'll have a little live radio show, and they just sit there and talk, and, you know, it's just a promoter and some audio Carteret's guy. is probably the just, closest one that does. They're just, uh, yeah, Carteret does Carteret does, does a good a job. I'm not discounting anything anybody does in this area, but I still yeah. say they ain't got to 10% of what they could, you know, could do and should be doing. I mean, I re- and honestly, I believe I did social media for Southern National, and I don't know if we ever got to 10% of what we should be doing. You know what I mean? I think it's a full-time, 24-7, you know, content overload that's going to push people to go to the racetrack. I yep, really yeah. believe that. There's, there's so many things to, to compete with now. you got to make people want to come see your product. Absolutely. You know? And everybody's on social media, so. Oh, 100%. 100%. Uh, Tony McFall is chiming in, uh, wanting to know what happened uh, with uh, the Southern National Flagman. That was uh, Brandon Willard. Uh, he had a medical uh, emergency uh, on, on the flag stand uh, during the super late model race, during the car store race. Uh, Saturday, uh, he's doing okay now. He is uh, home resting. 
Um, and he will be back in action uh, at the car store race at Hickory in two weeks. And uh, certainly, uh, you know, thoughts and prayers still going out to him. Uh, you know, hopefully uh, he'll get that uh, all under control and we'll be, uh, you know, he'll be ready to go for the rest of the season. Yeah. I want to ask you before you get out of here, what are you thinking about the uh, North-South shootout being at Hickory this year? Oh, we're really the tour modifieds. We're really looking forward to that. Uh, Renee brought that up to me a couple months earlier, and uh, I don't know whether there was problems with Concord or, or whether she just wanted a change in venue. I didn't really ask that question. It wasn't none of my business. And, right. uh, you know, at the time, we, you know, I'd spoke with Tommy, and Tommy wasn't having a whole lot of success with his uh, uh, Mason-Dixon meltdown, I believe it was. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it wasn't being very profitable. So, you know, I, I don't think Tommy would have would have changed his venue, but I think that uh, uh, Tommy's just a great individual to work with, believe it or not. I mean, we, me and him get along great. And uh, I think that when she asked to do that date that, uh, you know, that he kind of just said, well, it's not been very successful for me, so let's go ahead and I'll just bow out of that one and, and back out. Right, and when you say Tommy, you're referring to Tom Mayberry, correct? Yeah. yeah. That's what yeah. I thought. Just, uh, just wanted to clarify that for anybody listening that doesn't really, you know, know what's going on. Well, the chat should go wild now. Oh, yeah, I know exactly <laughs> what he's talking about. Uh, probably not. We're not really a super late model crowd. Good point. So, you know, yeah. Tom, Tom, Tommy's been good to Kevin Piercy. I, I don't have anything to, to say that would be harsh or anything. This, this would be a good question for you, Corey. Uh, Ethan Johnson wants to know who all is running in, in that race, the the North-South shootout, so you can tell us a little bit about it. That's more your cup of tea. Who all is running in it? Well, I, I think he just means cars, maybe, uh, you know, what, what divisions and yeah, all that. Well, well Kevin, you, it's, it's your racetrack. So, well. so Corey's not dialed in on information. Right. That's <laughs> what we can go ahead and go with right No, here. no, I have no idea. <laughs> running toward modifieds. There we go. It's not my – it's not – not my race, but uh, I'd say there's about a half a dozen of them coming to that one. I think it's modified. <laughs> <laughs> there's modified. I believe oh they got gosh. some kind of a Southeast Limited coming. Uh, the uh, I think the, some kind of supers coming, and yeah. uh, so uh, so it's, it, it should be Renee and M's tours. I mean the regular tours. Right, they I would have. say it's probably all of their tours. Yeah, yeah. but but watching the mods, and I know Langley hates modifieds. I, whoa, 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 let's stop. I don't hate modifieds. I just Hi- at most racetracks they suck. At Hickory, the, some of the best racing you ever see because I mean I've seen people get out there and I say, well look at this guy here, and he's lapping the field, and then twelve laps later, you know, he's running seventeenth, and it's just there's so many comers and goers, and that, some of the best mo- modified racing I've ever seen has been at Hickory. And, and one of the great things you say there, Corey, is our straightaways are not not that long. Yeah. So you can see physically watch them running somebody down. I right. mean, it's not oh, like, yeah. well, I think they might be making up a little ground. You can see it. Uh-oh, he's catching him. There's two car links. There's another car link. There's two more. Yeah. And, and so that's a lot of fun when, when somebody that they too hard on those tires early, it'll tell in the end. Yeah, that's very exciting racing. And looking forward to seeing all these northern guys come down, and they, they should put on a show for sure. Yeah, Mike Jones chiming in says amen about my comment about the modifieds. Of course, he's been giving you crap on Facebook for for a while. Uh, but I will say this, uh, you know, Mike Jones, uh, when uh, the modifieds come to uh, South Boston, I don't remember when the race is, but that ought to be a good one with the Northern Tour, you know. Yeah. Uh, South Boston is actually one of the few tracks that put on a pretty good show yeah. uh, for the modifieds. I mean, I, I haven't seen one at Hickory, so I can't comment on that. Um, but, you know, like Franklin County, South Boston – um, you know anything? Yeah. Any, Orange any, County, yeah, Orange County. Anything in Orange County, Tri County. Those those tracks. Yeah. Hickory seems to be the same way. Th- those three tracks kind of fall in the same category. Anything there can put on a really we're, good we're, show. We're, I'll see if they have a ride along program with a with a modified so Mike can get a sense of speed. Uh, yeah, well, it'd be the size of a truck. 
Mm-hmm. What are you most happy about that Hickory's having I think this you, year? I think you missed what he was talking about. Like, what do you got going at Hickory that you're most happy about, that you are that you can't wait for this year? I mean, you know, in years past, you and I have talked, you've done, you know, some big charity things. You've done some, you know, well, big what, races, big whatever. What what, what well, do you one, got on one tap? Of our, one of our uh, sponsors is Sam's Club, who always um, does the uh, Children's Miracle Network charity. And uh, we've been very fortunate to partner in with them and uh, – I think there was a one year we finished second in the nation that this local Sam's Club did. And uh, when they did that, I think they got two, my understanding was two neonatal intensive care units for children. Nice. Um, so so things like that are always exciting to be able to know that you're a part of that. But, but right this second for this year, it, it, I'm, I'm telling you, there's a lot of race car drivers out here chomping at the bits for this Saturday. You could feel the excitement and you could feel the, the air come out of the bubble Saturday when – they, they weren't going to be able to run. So I'm really excited about the upcoming events because I think there's a lot of excitement. Uh, I think we're going to have good car counts starting out, and I think you're going to see a, a whale of a race on Saturday night. You said good car counts. What are you expecting? Well, to be honest with you, I think I would add 15 or 16 late miles last week. Even really? The cars race. Yeah, I could count wow. off 12 in my head uh, that I knew <laughs> were coming. Um, you know, the limiteds, a lot of times you don't really know. Yeah, they're who hit or miss. Yeah, yeah right. well. Well, you know you're going to have a good crowd, right. but you just don't know who they are. Cause, yeah, exactly. Because, you know, there might be that seven or eight to run every week. Uh, I want to put a shout-out this for Pat Rachels, who is our limited champion that will be running Lake Model this year. This year, And uh, so uh, look forward to seeing what he can do uh, moving up a division. Um, you know, Austin McDaniel, Charlie Watson. Um, we're going to have a good crowd of folks there. Are they all going to run full for the no, championship? I don't think they'll all. I, think, I don't know about Charlie. I don't think Austin will. Uh, I think he's working a lot, but, uh, um, you know, Thomas Bean will be there this weekend, and, uh, you know, we'll see if some of these cars guys can come out here and try to beat the regulars. Yeah, I think Thomas Bean will be really good. I think he's going to go for the championship uh, at Hickory, so Justin I think it'll be really good. Justin supposed to come this week. Uh, yeah, Justin Jacob will be good. Hefner. Yeah. Um, the Barry car, I think, might be there. I don't know if both of them. Yeah, Lemke. I don't know if yeah. Josh is racing. It's a stacked field. Yeah, it'll, it should be a good one. And I mean, if he was expecting yeah. 15 or 16 last week, yeah. I mean, we could have 20, 21, 22 this week. Nice. Well, I'd be happy with 15 or 16, but I think yeah. we could get 18 or 20 this week. Let's let's go over quick before, just in case people haven't made their rules yet. Uh, like, what is Hickory, uh, you know, what do you guys accept? What's your? Are you okay with what spindles? Are you not flipped over with what springs? What's... No. What's what? <laughs> wow. Kevin's over here like, gosh, you need to ask well, No, that. this is hey, what hey, people got well, before, before you answer that question, um, Guy told me earlier that he expects there to be an, an announcement this week from NASCAR oh, about spindles. Oh, gosh. It, do you know anything about that? Do you expect that to happen? Uh, um, generally, they pretty much let us know, but I haven't heard anything okay. of that nature. So. Okay. Um, uh, I'm glad. I'm glad <laughs> you are a monster. I'm glad Roger brought that up because there, there's a little more in there that that people don't understand. No, well, yeah, I want uh, to no, know. I mean, there there really is. I mean, first of all, um, you know, I, I was a big proponent against the spindles. Uh, I didn't think that we needed that in the in in our local racing, and uh, you know, it uh, what what really is kind of happening here is a lot of your higher level teams are kind of pushing them on you anyway. You know, if you don't, you know, you're going to let me run my spindles. You're going to let me run my spindles. And, um, you know, we do have a NASCAR rule book, and, and I know you guys aren't necessarily in favor of that book. but Well, I mean, there's nothing not, to be in favor or not in favor. Yeah, right. you know. my, my point is I have just as many locals, you know, that you know that don't want to see them spindles as right. really the hit and missers that are going to come in with the spindles. Sure. 
So, right. you know, we made a deal uh, that you'd put 20 pounds on the right side if you're in. Is that in writing somewhere? It will be after today, probably. Okay. But, um, okay. They know. Trust me, they know. I just have not okay. got the addendum wrote. Gotcha. Um, but the people know. And you, you got to understand something. That protects everybody. I understand. Because here's the deal. Let's say, let's say that uh, um, car A comes in with the billet spindles and he wins the race. Well, if car B protests that guy, now I'm really between a rock and a hard place because if I don't accept the protest, I'm not following the book. Correct. If I do accept the protest, I'm throwing him out. So I can't right. I can't win. By adding that 20 pounds on him, then I say it's been handled already. We've already handled it. You, you know, we put 20 pounds on him. He won the race. Give him his trophy. Move on. You know what I'm saying? So it's almost a little bit of insurance. And, and you know, I kind of hope that NASCAR does come out and uh, – um, and and try to fix this because it's broke there's no question it's broke right now and uh and we're just trying to to do the right things by our regular competitors and others and uh you know i had a guy tell me the other day he said uh you know how much do i have to weld on a spindle for it to be legal or fabricated and i, I told him 20 pounds he didn't like that you know so, so uh wow. you know um but 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 he has a point you know i mean you know they're they're trying to circumvent the rule, and that's what their their job is. But you know, um, I don't agree with with everything that comes out in the rule book. Uh, but you know, I, I really don't see a reason that we need those those kind of spindles in there. But you know, hopefully this will get. I, I'm hoping this gets worked out short term, not long term. Right now, we're just doing what we feel like's right for Hickory Motor Speedway to give them a chance to race and also protect the locals that don't have them well i mean kind of a, a interesting you know question for you if they come out tomorrow and say they're all legal are you still putting 20 pounds on absolutely not okay if they come out and say they're legal and that, they, that's more power to them it just makes my life easier you know? what's the perfect scenario for you for them to do if if, if they're going to do something let's say they're going to make an announcement this week what what does it need to say in order for it to be right for everybody well i don't think uh I don't think that uh, that wording would be uh, – how do I say this? It appears to me that, that sometimes they complicate their wording. Sure. When when we first started the bump stop deal at Hickory Speedway, uh, you know, we told them we're not looking anymore at this cut tape. We're not taping springs. We're not looking no more. Right. They said, you're, gonna, you're allowing them to hit, hit. We didn't say we was allowing them to hit. We just said we ain't looking no more. Mm-hmm. And next year we were going to allow bump stops. So they have this big meeting, and, and Kilby was in the meeting, and, and they they created a 20-line rule in the rule book on bump stops. <laughs> yeah. Ours is four rule, four let four words. Bump stops are permitted. That's all you yeah. need. And so, right. so you know, what's the wording? I mean, you know, they've already – now everybody that had the billets or a lot of people that's had the billets, they've went out and got the Spindle Joes because mm-hmm. they fall within the, uh, the category of being legal. So right. – I think they've kind of, uh, you know, solved the problem themselves. And uh, uh, I I don't see NASCAR backing up on this rule much until they get through the season. And then they always try to do things at the end of the year, not during the season. So I don't I don't know. Like I could, right before I, Martinsville? Uh, well, <laughs> I could be. I Is could, that what everybody's looking at? I could like, be, let's just I wait until the day before Martinsville, yeah. like before the race. Yeah. Well, I, I could it. be wrong, but I don't, I don't know. I mean – in a perfect world, it would be easier for Hickory Motor Speedway if they just said they're going to be allowed and, and we yeah. didn't have to worry about this anymore, didn't have to worry about weight or anything else. 
But then again, you know, when you do that, you got to keep in mind that the local racer that, that doesn't want to put those on there, now you have, you've, you've put him in a, a little different predicament, you know? Do you think it actually puts him in a little different predicament? I mean, Greg Marlowe says that they run the same exact times with the old school ones as he did the new ones. So. Durability is the only thing I'm hearing now. Yeah. It's just durability. Well, and, and that's the same thing I'm hearing. They run C.E. Falk told me it was definitely better. You could feel it. Well, they, I mean, I've heard different things, and I won't bring up names, but I've I've heard that they that they run about the same, but that the brakes run truer. Yeah. And by yeah. the brakes running truer, that that's a little bit of a benefit. And uh, and then I talked to a guy that bent bent or hit something, and, and you know he's bragging. You know, he had a right to saying you know the spindle was great, it didn't bend, but it bent everything else on the car. So right. energy is going to dissipate. Circle it doesn't life. matter. <laughs> energy is going to yeah. dissipate. If it don't bend the spindle, it's going to bend the A-frame, the ball joints, the um, the pockets on the uh, the bottom A-frames or the or the A-frame brackets. So you know you may end up spending more than than the cost of that spindle to fix all the other stuff that bends. So energy's going to go somewhere, and uh, you know that's the fact. So I I personally, if we could figure out a way to make the brakes run truer, I would probably stick with the spindles that, that are on the cars now just well, figure out what made them truer well what's going to accomplish that roger johnson's going to have to figure that out yeah he's well, the car not getting on that in here so <laughs> i mean didn't you say you were working on some brake stuff i don't work on anything well, well okay your your employees were working on some brake stuff because yeah, god knows you don't do it he's either. got computers thanks. in there it looks like nasa going on you know? <laughs> yeah i'm an idiot i mean you had yeah. greg marlowe in here working today so really right yeah he works on the top secret stuff. Who, who knew That's that Greg still worked? Greg still works. You know, me and Greg's real friends, but I don't think he's going to start not liking you. <laughs> oh, we had yeah. that conversation and today. He's, yeah. still, he's still a big man. <laughs> he is a big man. He said, yeah. hey, I ain't that far this time. <laughs> hey, hey, me, me and Roger go to Myrtle Beach one time. We're going all out to eat and a bummer a bunch of us, and we had the van out there. And uh-huh. Greg said, Corey, ride me. I said, I'm riding Roger. He said, I said, get in the damn car. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I said, yes, okay. sir. No yes, problem. Sir. We'll go with that. I said, yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, we'll go with that. <laughs> uh, Debbie Bowen chiming in. She wants to. She wants to know who are some of the drivers that you think will run for the track championship. I'm assuming in late months. Well, unfortunately, anything I say here is going to be a guess because yeah, sure, it, sure. It, it's just a, they yeah. got to. It's got to. We'll take some guesses for us. Uh, yeah. Uh, Thomas Bean. Um, He's going to run for the championship think, over there. Well, I think Thomas will be there. Uh, it'd be a factor. Nice. Uh, you know. Yeah. Um. Um. I, I don't know, Charlie? guys. Guy's name on Charlie, I believe Charlie Watson. Will the one that Dexter Seniors helping? Yes. he's committed to the whole season. Yes. Uh, if somebody can help me with that name, I, I can't think of either. Hold on. Um, the um, I was trying to think. You can't even that. look on his social. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have <laughs> you any. Look on Dexter. No, no. That, that he listen, he's probably listening though. That hurt. Um, <laughs> so, um, but I mean, I, I I knew of about five or six that I thought had a chance. To uh, to pull it off, maybe Mitch Walker. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. Mitch Walker. He could be back. It's just so hard when you put them on the spot to remember right. sure. all these people. Sure. But uh, they're all great folks, and they're all great supporters. Hickory Motor Speedway, and and, uh, and me. How many uh, trucks? Uh, Christopher Mays wants to know how many trucks you're expecting. Trucks have been down a little bit. Um, you know, we we had about six trucks, probably on an average, seven maybe on a uh, a good night, seven or eight. But I'm gonna tell you something. Those trucks, um, <laughs> look at here. My daughter's telling me 
Chris Hudspeth, Connor Mosak. Yeah, look at that. <laughs> <laughs> that is actually, I think we just found our uh, social media girl. There we go. Boom, there we go. So, We're in. Um, but, uh, but the truck's been a little bit weak, but I'm going to tell you something. I don't care if there's four. When that green flag drops, they hate each other. Yeah, the I mean, trucks. Yeah. The trucks is the wildest thing I've seen. It's unbelievable, there ain't it? Yeah, they, I mean, be, they beat the wheels off them things. Yep. And 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 you know, and I've thought I always wondered why there wasn't many, but I know it's in the past two or three years the trucks are making kind of a resurgence. I've seen more people wanting to get them at Myrtle Beach this year. We had like 27 of them, and you know, Southeast Super Truck Series. You know, I, I, I like to see trucks make a comeback. They're trying. Yeah. Yeah. They're they're a great great division to watch. Yeah. Well, what do you think has them so far down for you? I think people just graduate out and or, or or quit racing. I mean, something something that we seen that kind of hurt us was, you know, anytime that you start a touring season, it affects your local track. And of course, uh, Myers with his Southeast uh, Super Truck Series, you know, there's there's uh, they got a pretty good count there, 15, 16 trucks. Yeah. And yeah, and I, I would say that from the Asheville area, three or four of those guys would probably come run with us if uh, sure. if they weren't running the tour. So it's sure. not no hard feelings with Jeff. Jeff's a great guy to work with too, but I just think that affects the count, just like the cars affects the count in Lake Mall. Right. Got something? I get one? Yeah, sure. Oh, Jump nice. in. What do you think the uh, – if there was one thing that you could you – could, the hardest thing about Hickory Motor Speedway, the hardest thing that nobody knows – the hardest thing that you do is what? Weather. Weather. Hands down weather. Because it controls you, everything. You, you just, you and know. you can't control any of it. Right. You're standing there and, 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 you know, it's a 50% chance of rain. And so you don't know whether to call it off or not call it off. Sure, the bad you, guy either way. Yeah, if right. you call it off, the daggum sun comes out and everybody mm-hmm. says, yeah, Kevin, what an idiot. He knew it wasn't going to rain. <laughs> and if And if you do run it. And you get a shower, you're all sitting there in the pits, and Roger's saying, man, the Notre Dame game's on. Come That's on, That's exactly what go, I'm man. saying. That's <laughs> exa- I've, I've actually been up in I've the heard, office I've, trying. I've heard that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Let's make a decision <laughs> and, uh, here. And, and so, you know, you just there's, – there's no win. And, and that's why we wait so long to make our decision because the weather at Hickory, Hickory is unpredictable. And we've – I can tell you we've raced many, many times that we shouldn't have been able to race because we went for it when a lot of other tracks didn't. And this week, I mean, that's why I waited till about nine or ten o'clock. And you know, really, the factor of rain wasn't the reason that I called it off, even though I knew we would have rain. The biggest factor was the high was forty. It was going to be sure. cloudy. People not it was going to be yeah. moist. Well, not just people not showing up. You can't get a track dry. Yeah. You know, you get any rain at all, you're fighting weather trying to dry a track, and nobody wants to be sitting down there in the pits while you're driving them wreckers around and around and around trying to get the track dry. So. So, you know, uh, there's a lot of factors that take place, and uh, weather's the, the first by far, but you just anguish at trying to do, sure. trying to get it right. You're trying to get it right. Yeah. And then the second I want to throw it in there is, is back to sales. The discouraging yeah. part of just trying to get people to understand what you can get them. You know, a good example is, you know, the pass, the cars, we run MAV TV races, which, which is in millions of households, and if you watched any of those events, those billboards on the backstretch were very, very easy to read. They were they didn't go too fast. They were nice and slow. They looked down the backstretch. A great, great entertainment value and, you, you know, a, a value for your business. But they read that in my proposals, and it just doesn't seem to mean anything. But are you selling to local businesses or businesses that can benefit by being on TV? 
I'm, I'm trying to get them all. You know, you yeah. talk to them all. There's no reason, Langley, there's no reason when you drive down 6470 and there's hundreds of businesses going down that road that Hickory Motor Speedway shouldn't succeed. Right. And, and, and I'm going to quote one of my sponsors, but I'm not going to tell you who they are. They, there's not a thing that Hickory Motor Speedway can do for them. They're a huge company that doesn't need Hickory Motor Speedway. But they do it because they want other people to know they care about the community and other businesses. That's right. why they sponsor Hickory Motor Speedway and also some charity benefits, things like that. Yep. They use that to their advantage. They don't need the advertisement. But you right. go into a, a Longhorn or something, just, well, I probably shouldn't have said that. Let's say a restaurant. You go into a restaurant, and they're packed on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, and Sunday. Right. And you go in there and say, look, why don't you let me help you get some people on Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday, you know, when you're not packed. And they just, they're, they're, they're a very self-sufficient business. They're doing well. They got no desire to spend any money there. Right. <clears throat> I'm interested. And it's probably not a good question for people listening, but I'm I'm interested. Oh, so no. What can what can you do for them on Monday and Tuesday? Well, I think that if you you know you come to the racetrack and you say, okay, uh, we're going to do a billboard, we're going to do some free tickets, giveaways. I mean, you do those things on Monday and Tuesday. If you eat at the restaurant uh, on Monday and Tuesdays, they're going to give away ten free tickets uh, each week. Um, you can also promote that at the racetrack. Look, uh, this restaurant has a uh, you know, a free appetizer if you bring in this coupon from the racetrack and right. things. So there's there's avenues there, and and you know you might we might walk out of this uh, um, discussion with you thinking that well you know Kevin's a little dark in social media and I am, but trust me I lay in bed at night hours and hours and hours thinking of ideas. And I can tell you that the majority of them fail. Sure, but that's the way it's supposed to work. I mean, the ideas you're saying are, are great ideas. I, yeah. think. I mean, they're they're good ideas. Connor Mozak is Dexter's kid. Yeah, well, yeah. but I mean, <laughs> that's what I thought when he said that. <laughs> but just but just looking, I mean, just you know, you go down the road. We got Chili's, we got Applebee's, we got um, Chick Fil A. Uh, I mean, Doc used to be there. We got. All kinds of restaurants and start talking about food. He points at me. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Did it hurt though, Kevin, when Bennett's closed? Uh, you know, because they were a big supporter. Used to do a lot of uh, catering. Um, you know, because I, you know, been in and out of the sport. I was really well, surprised that well, they were gone. Well, Bennett's was pre me, so I can't really oh, okay. give you a lot gotcha. about that. But I do know I was actually racing right. when Bennett's was right. there. Right. And Bennett's, you know, they did the radio show mm-hmm. there. Um, they did the. Um, uh, the, I believe they had a Miss Hickory Speedway yeah. uh, contest, um, some things like that. So, yeah, they were very – Plus they did the catering uh, for the VIP and yeah, special events. They were very involved in uh, in Hickory Motor Speedway. Yeah. So anytime you get somebody – you got to find them people that care. Yeah. Because if they don't care, I've got sponsors that don't even show up on the race night. I mean, I'm not being mean. I'm just telling you. They got the tickets. Yeah. They got the sweet tickets, the armbands and everything. And you go up there, you shake the – General manager's hand, there's five people up there. Well, how you doing? Yeah, pretty good. Well, we had a lot of people out of town today, you know, which is fine. I mean, it's yeah. it's there not, but but it just tells you that they're they're not as into it as as some people would. You have to love the sport like we all do. Why? Why are they not that interested? Why do you think? Your opinion? My opinion, they don't understand racing like we understand racing. Yeah. I mean, well, you can, uh, you know, you know. <laughs> We're from the beginning, all of us sitting here. Right. You know, we've seen the good times. Let me tell you right. something. There was a day 
that somebody made a lot of money at Hickory Motor Speedway. Yeah. <laughs> Guarantee. And there's still somebody making money at Hickory Speedway today, but it's, it's probably the guy that owns it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but but yeah. my point is, you know, the, the, back then – you had Carolina Mills night. My gosh, you'd have three or four thousand people from Carolina Mills. Doc knows about that. Oh, yeah. Um, and, and other places, Shuford Mills and Sherrill Furniture. I mean, you just, these people, it, it, we're in a society that's kind of, I think, outgrown the sport in, in their eyes. It doesn't mean that they don't yeah. watch NASCAR on TV maybe on Sunday, right. but they're not connected with that local short track and saying, you know, I had a company one time, uh, it was an apparel company that I went to, and I, and, I, and I sat down, and the guy says, we're just not interested. I said, what do you mean you're not interested? He said, we're not interested in doing employee night. I said, you got 400 employees. We're not interested. I said, you're going to tell me that all 400 of those people don't want to come to races. Well, I, I don't know, but we're not interested. And he didn't do anything. Well, I know for a fact some of those people came to the races because they're the ones that asked me to go talk to him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so you just, uh, you know, if you got a guy that's 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 doesn't understand the sport, doesn't understand the benefits of the sport, and and what it was raised on, then it's it's very hard to talk that person into to doing something that he doesn't really want to do or she doesn't really want to do. Right. One thing I've heard a ton about lately, and I want to know if you think it, how how much weight you think it pulls is, how much weight do you think it pulls, the pay structure of where racers break even. You know, I think maybe before we were hearing these big things, even the car store, right, we, we publicized what's on the top, what's on the top, 10,000 to win, sure. 10,000 to win, 10,000 to win. Yeah. And, and I hate to tell you that 85% of the people that come in here on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, they tell me that they're just mostly worried about breaking even. No, right? Like David Gillen's guys, they're, they were in, they're not worried about breaking even. But right. I would say, uh, you know what I mean, 85% of the, the local racers. So to well, and I think when they say they're interested in breaking even, that's on tires. Correct. Most of them don't Correct. care tires, about everything tires. else. Tires, yeah. you know, whatever, right? So my biggest question to you is how, how much does that weigh in? Um, in the past, I know you've caught some flack from, you know, splitting the twins and this and that and, you know, running here and there and whatever. How, how much – what are some of the things from your side as to why you do it like you do it? Why, you know what I mean? Why do you – what – What's your deal? Why do you well, do it that way? Why is that beneficial for you? Well, first of all, um, let me address splitting the twins. When you split the twins, an 80-lapper to a twin, it didn't cost that guy any more money to exactly. come run the twins than it did the other. So he's at a break even on what he's going to spend and what he's going to get back. Let, let me make something crystal clear. These competitors don't get enough, okay? Sure. The general manager doesn't get enough. The ticket stubbers and sellers don't get enough. The officials don't get enough. There is there is not enough pie to for everybody to be able to get enough. So let me let me say this: I appreciate every single racer that pours his heart and soul in that racetrack and tries to get out there and race every week. But the money, it, you know, we we live in a checks and balances. And right. you know, uh, I had a guy the other day that asked me for a raise. I'm like, if there was any more, we would give it to you. But there's just it's just not in the pie now. If you can, uh, we can all bang this social media thing and start putting 3,000 people <laughs> in the stands, the pie gets bigger. Right, okay? right, right. And, and, I, and I'm a firm believer that the pie doesn't need to get bigger with tires, fuel, um, um, back gate, 
I'm a firm believer that the pie needs to get bigger with sponsors and fans, right. mostly fans. You know, we we need to figure out a way to get these people to come back. So, um, you know, but but we're you know we've been down the two tire deal. I mean, we've been right. we've already been down that road. You know, you uh, you kind of things kind of run their course. And when we went down the two tire rule, it was successful for about two years, and then it became unsuccessful. And you say, why did it become unsuccessful? Because the junior motorsports cars and the you know Lee Falk and and the rentals out there, they can't they can't sell rentals on a two tire program that's that these people want to, they're going to spend money for rentals they want tires you know what I'm saying and so that puts it a little bit little bit uh, of a trickier spot now you don't want to just cater to those people well, that's you gotta, about what I was getting right. ready. okay well you don't want to just cater to those people but it comes down to what your track is seeing the most of sure and so what we done is is we went from the two tire program our car count dwindled. We went back to four tires. Our car count increased, not just from people that rented, but other people. So, other people wanted to see the four tires. Uh, uh, you know, um, I, I don't want to use this guy's name, but, yeah, but it I, seems I will... like the chat says the same thing, right? I mean, the chat was a lot of people yeah, well, liking was... the liking the four tires. Well, and if you uh, and you know, if you don't want to buy four tires, you drop down to limited. The Paramount races pay six hundred to win, and uh, hundred to start. And you got a you know $160 set of tires or $150 set of tires, and, right. and you go, you know. Right. That's an interesting perspective on the tires. That, that's a really interesting one. That's my business, Langley. I, I understand. Tires. I understand. <laughs> um, <laughs> Jeff, Jeff Nineman, I, I guess that's his name. I, I may have butchered that, but he's got an interesting question. 604 engine supposed to be eliminated basically at the end of this year. He wants to know if you will still allow the 604 next year in late model. Well, I think NASCAR's the, the the goal from NASCAR when we had the track operators meet, which I'd like to say was very successful last year, but not so successful this year. Um, the uh, you know they want to get down to three motors: the Enforcer, the 347 Senior, and the upgrade package. Um, I don't think you're ever going to say, "I'm sorry, you can't race here." Right. I mean, that would be a stupid move on any general manager's part. Right. So if he, if Jeff's got a 604 and he wants to come race at Hickory Motor Speedway, I'm sure he'll be allowed. Right. So, I mean, like, basically, I guess the Ford's not supposed to be allowed this year, but if somebody shows up, I mean, you're going to let them race, I'm assuming. Talking about the Ford built? Yeah. Well, no, I think the Ford, it was the Ford, the, my understanding was they were eliminated in 2020. Uh, maybe I'm ahead of myself. Okay. Here. So, so the, everything's supposed to, they're supposed to have gave them two years. So we're on that last year, that two years. All right, I got a good one for you based on a conversation you and I have had in the past. <laughs> uh, Chad Campbell, um, he wants good. to know, uh, he, he says, offer track Wi-Fi and you'll gain a bunch of ticket sales. Youngsters need Internet. Okay. Well, that's a great idea. And uh, we do have Wi-Fi through scoring, but I don't think we have we have a locked Wi-Fi for the office, but we don't have a public Wi-Fi. So uh, that's definitely something that we need to look into. Well, I will tell you one thing. People at Southern National this past weekend were absolutely miserable, and not because of anything about the racetrack. They were absolutely miserable because their cell phones didn't work and they had no Internet. Well, and that's something that I think every racetrack has got to get working on really fast because well, you're losing people because of it. Well, our cell phones, I mean, we I stuff works in the, in the pits, but, you know, it's not a – a huge Wi-Fi area. You know what right. I'm saying? No, I agree. I mean, even my phone, like I have to change my phone if I go down in the pits. I have to, to change the setting on it to, uh, I can call in or out, but if I want to go on something on the Internet, I've changed the settings on my phone. So generally from the grandstands out, you're fine. But when right. you get in the pit area, it's not it's not as good as it needs to be. 
Yeah, Chad says you could even charge five dollars for internet access, which I don't suggest. Yeah, no, uh, Southern no, National. Either way. Southern National did that at one time, and I'm kind of liking this, Chad. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just picking. Yeah, um, Justin Carroll says that a race monitor would be nice to have at Hickory. A lot of tracks have it. I'm sh- I'm not sure what goes into getting it at the track, but it would be nice. We have that option. We've just always uh, chose not to go down that road yet. So. Why? Why? We'll just uh, you ever watch race monitor? Yeah, yeah, all the time. Half the time, data's not available. (laughs) That's on the that's on the end of the scores. Okay, I go ahead and tell you, some of them work flawlessly. Yeah, yeah, something is better than nothing. We've watched some of that, and I'm not, I'm not, you know, I can't. Once again, you're the you're the media guy, but I mean, we've we've watched some of that, and a lot of times you can't can't half tell what's going on in race monitor, and I'm sure there's some that do work flawless. So yeah. Um, Something that I think you know would be another option if you didn't want to go the race monitor route would be the people there having a connection to uh, you know pull it up. They do. There. They do that. We have, that's what I was talking about in the in the. We have a Wi-Fi of our scoring in the tower mm-hmm. that shoots down into our tech shed, and there's an IP address you can pop in and watch the race just like what you're talking about. Yeah, but does anybody know that? Yeah, that's what I was getting to say. Does anybody know it? Because because I, I needed scoring last year, and you didn't tell me that. Did you go to the tech shed? No, I went to the tech shed, and it wasn't working, so that's why I had to get with you, and you didn't tell me that. Well, uh, my apologies, Langley, but uh, <laughs> it's supposed to be working, and the IP address is, is in the tech shed so that gotcha. all the people can get it, okay? Gotcha. And and it's not it's not flawless either. Sometimes we do have problems, sure, with, problems sure. with it, but it always works in the tower. And i uh, got a great guy, street stock driver, Mark Whitten, that uh, uh, will be in the middle of practice, and we say the Wi-Fi is struggling and he'll shoot up there right after practice and fix it usually. So. Right. Uh, Debbie Bowen says, you have to have passion. Kevin has passion. Most people don't. Uh, Alan Huffman says, I've been saying this for years. We have to figure out how to connect the teams with the fans. When fans buy into the teams competing, they create that passion, involvement, uh, and then fill the seats and bring more of their friends. That's on the competitors, in my, in my opinion. Well, I don't think it's completely on the competitors. I think, you know, Right. A lot of it comes down to the racetrack too, and I, I think you guys do some of the things that connects them. You know, the autograph sessions. You know, that's that's something that gives them an opportunity to connect. And I was really disappointed when Philip Morris was there last year, and I hadn't told him this yet, and I'm sure he ain't listening. But uh, um, you know, I was really disappointed that that a guy of that stature didn't have his car out there. That was really really disappointing. Well, and that's a frustrating part. I mean, there's two avenues to that. One, we do have these autograph sessions for the people to, to come down and meet the drivers and things. Generally, there's only about one-third to one, uh, maybe a few more that come. Some tracks make us. it mandatory. Yeah, and, and, you know, but here's the deal, Langley. I shouldn't have to make that mandatory. You shouldn't, okay? but, I mean, no, we, we all I know should. that you're you're a kindergarten school teacher, okay? Well, that, that's yeah. what you are. You I, have to be. I won't, I won't go down that road, whatever you say. But but my point is, is you know, sometimes they won't come out. <clears> and, and then, you know, when that last checkered flag flies – you can see the the, right. the trailer lights in in reverse, just waiting to back up to get out. And and listen, I'm not I'm not throwing that out on the competitor. Right. I think that goes back to the society that we sure. live in. It's, it's you know it's about what we need to do and, and what we got to do. But I can tell you, when I raced, you know we stood down there, we put kids in our cars, we fellowshiped yeah. with them, 
And, you know, but some of them maybe have to drive long distances. Yeah. You know, that, that's but, the problem with it. And Roger told me, do you remember telling me this? They had a big super – it was a pass race or something, and one of these big cup teams was there, and they still had two or three races to go. And he said, this is the problem with racing right here. These guys are loaded up, ready to go right. home, aren't even watching anything else going on. Yep. And that they could cares. care less what, what else was going on at the racetrack that night. Yep. Do you pay Nobody cash cares. or check? Do you mail, mail the checks? We mail the – well, if you leave us the data to mail the checks, most of ours – pick them up the next saturday or on wednesday um we uh when it when the finishing over deals yep. over on monday you know we'll get all that sent to nascar tuesday night she does sure. all the checks and then they're available wednesday to, to for, me uh, for to be picked up or to, mailed. to me that's part of the problem checks people writing racetracks writing checks so yeah a guy has no reason to money. stay anymore when i when i was at franklin county pretty much they just hung around because they they were waiting get to get paid money. you know what i mean and caraway same way you know people aren't just flooding out the gate as soon as the race is over i can understand i can understand your point of view um and i think you could probably pay cash make them sign for it like the old days yep. in the signing book I yeah, remember, it worked for 100 years before well, i remember mm-hmm. when they did that but uh not sure the uh, internal revenue service would see the humor oh. in that as much with the I guess if you gave them a they have zero nine. issues with it. Yeah. A Speedway still does it, don't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, you, you give them, you, yeah. they have to fill out a W nine, and then bam, you're good. Yep. So. I mean, that's uh, that. But that, to me, that's a, that's a problem. I mean, that that's a problem that the tracks can help themselves with. You know, if the problem is that uh, fans can't connect because racers are leaving as soon as it's over with, well, you can fix that. I have so. a question. What about uh, racers putting t-shirts up there? What uh? Hey, Charlie Watson sells a lot of T-shirts. Yep. Right, that's what right. uh, Jack McNally told us right. last week. So I heard that. What's week. What's your thoughts on that? Is 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 there gonna? Can you do a thing? You know, you got your daughter. She hustles hard up there, well, <laughs> doing a bunch the, of different uh, things. What from a standpoint of 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 her selling multiple T-shirts and snowies and everything else? I don't want to overload her. However, uh, what we tell people is to sell those T-shirts at the the autograph sessions and stuff. You know, because people right. are coming down there to get autographs and it's a golden opportunity absolutely to, uh, you know, it's a limited window though you know well i mean they we got room if they want to put somebody up top but that's a question that really hasn't been proposed to me no, yet, nice you know? yeah i think it's cool though I, I, that's good reach out to kevin blast him on social <laughs> i won't see it <laughs> I was gonna say, how's he gonna find it <laughs> well somebody will be smart enough to see it uh, somebody somebody will show it to him for send sure. it to langley he'll forward it yeah, something like that. Well, I think we've went over your hour here. Yeah, we gave you an extra we're, time. We're fine. I appreciate, I appreciate you. We're fine. So, um, I, 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 hey, you've been asking me for two months to come on, so get them all out now. You, you got your chance. You I'm glad that? you came. I, yeah. I think we've got most of the questions and things that we wanted to, uh, you know, get out there and, and you know, the, the response has been really good. I mean, you've had the uh, chat board lit up more than – I think anybody we've had. I mean, I've sat here, there was 24 comments, and I was sitting here waiting to get to one as the conversation went, and there was 24 that stacked up right behind it. So, Well, we got a great group of folks that work at Ickery and that, that race at Ickery and, and officials, and, and our fans are the best in the world. Um, and and I just appreciate all of them. So, uh, you know, it's it's a difficult business to be in, but we're not going to we're not gonna back down and throw in the towel. We're going to keep pushing forward and uh, – you know, I know you guys addressed fighting on here the other day, and uh, sure. you know, uh, it's it's common sense. Fights bring bring people. People yes, want to sure. see fights, but you need to understand because I want to clear this up as the general manager of Hickory Speedway. You know, you can only let that go so far out of hand because if somebody gets hurt, you're ultimately the one responsible. Because they say, well, Kevin, I mean, his his guys just stood there and watched him fight. You know, that's what why I'm you let Zach Brunninger in. 
Yeah, well, that's, that's probably another story. For no, another I understand that, but right? Isn't that now why you let him in? And he takes care of it himself. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, wow. you guys had it. Yeah, yeah. Zach had his time on here. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was well done. Well, I, like, I, like, I like the story Zach told because he, he, he stopped just short of, of – you know, he told you what you wanted to hear anyway. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> you want to tell us the rest of the story? Well, now I don't, I don't, I don't want to muddy the waters, but you know, it's a, it's kind of like if Billy gets hit on the playground, and he goes over and tells his teacher, he says, "Hey, uh, Jimmy hit me," and the teacher goes over and says, "Why'd you hit Billy?" And he said, "Well, because Billy hit me first. So you know, there's uh, there's always another side to that story, okay? So, uh, That's awesome. But but Zach's a great guy, and uh, you know he does bring excitement to the race. Yeah, track. people people For love sure. him, right? So, uh, but uh, it's uh, it's 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 fun. He's fun to be around. <laughs> I feel hesitation in his voice. Uh, well, I told you I don't want muddy the water. No, I'm with you. I, I understand. I understand. Uh, Debbie Bowen says uh, she can do the t-shirts. Uh, she said, uh, and Alan Huffman uh, is going to get her to sell T-shirts if you're okay with it there. So uh, maybe that's an avenue for you. To, we, need uh, to, we need to open that up to everybody if they're going right. to Yeah, know, for sure. Not just one. I mean, everybody. Sure. And, uh, of course, you know, the track sells T-shirts too. Right. So, you know, we yeah. already do that. So. Start some merch business. Yeah. Right. You sell them online. Yeah. We don't do that yet. Right. It's one of those e-commerce things Come you've on. been yeah. promising. If you can get the teams out there selling, like, like, every, every week after Bowman grows over, they're selling fives of tens of thousands of dollars of T-shirts right. in the pits. It's because all those teams stay for yeah. a long time after yeah. the race. And they get paid cash, correct? Pretty positive. Well, I mean, I probably got that much in my front pocket, <laughs> but, you know, yeah, they get paid yeah. a little bit. <laughs> Ish. Yeah. They get paid cash ish. Cash ish. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it's changed. And the sweet taste of victory, some Krispy Kreme donuts, you know? Oh, wow. Uh, hey. Yeah. Oh, They're not man. there for the they, money. They actually took that away now, so. Really? Yeah. You don't get donuts no more? Nah, what? I think they took it away a couple of years ago. Wow. Sad. Yeah. That is sad. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody likes Krispy right. Kreme. <laughs> I mean, how do you go <laughs> wrong? <laughs> how do you go wrong with Krispy Kreme? For sure. All right, you guys got anything else to ask Kevin? For no, him? I think we've I'm, tortured him I'm enough. Just, I'm just happy he came. Y'all was yeah. like he was scared to come. I was like, uh, he was, was scared to come. <laughs> I asked him five times to come. He wouldn't come. Uh, He's busy. He's, He's busy. busy. I fear no Langley. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he does so. fear Corey. Yeah. We have figured no, that part yeah, out. Maybe he was friends. <laughs> Corey's my friend. Corey, yeah. Corey, Roger, all of you are my friends. Yeah. Doc and all of you. So, uh, you know. Man, I they're pre- going to use that against me now. Yeah. I appreciate everything yep. you guys do for the sport. And, uh, you know, and uh, like I said, I appreciate all the supporters that, that, that come to Hickory Motor Speedway. So, looking forward to the season opener. I think if you miss this one, you're going to be missing something pretty special. Yeah, I think it's going yeah, to be tell, tell us where uh, people can find more information about uh, Hickory this weekend. We'll be putting our schedule out tomorrow morning. Generally, we do that on Tuesdays. Uh, generally, we have open practice 9 to 12. Uh, gates open at 1. And uh, then we start our regular practicing from 2 to, to 4, 4.30. Qualifying at 5. Gates open at 4.45. Racing starts at 7. Tickets are 12.50 for adults, 10.50 for seniors and teens, and kids 12 and under get in free. I got another question for you there before you I go. let you go. Uh, you think it's why do you why do you race at night so early? All the rest of the racetracks they try to run a day race. Why do you try to run at night? I love it. You love the question? Well, every no, I love it because every time you tell me, remember you drive up in the golf cart and say, "Cool, look, you're going to make it home before 11 o'clock news comes on." You know? Yeah, that's what I'm talking. And about. that's Hickory's well, one of the best run shows I've ever been to. We pride ourselves on on trying to be done by 9:30 or 10 o'clock. Um 
you know, it's a little iffy here in, in the earlier months because, it, you know, we look at the temperature, it's supposed to be like 54 on Saturday, uh, and uh, it's not supposed to get too cool. We'll have a little sunlight out there, you know, for 7, 7, 7 to 8 o'clock now with the uh, time change. And uh, so hopefully we'll be done by about 9.30 or 10. And uh, we just have not had a lot of luck getting people to come out earlier in the day to like mm -hmm. a 3 o'clock show. W you know, one year we moved our starting time up a half an hour to try to draw more people in and boy it was a disaster i mean they just really? i don't know if everybody was set on 7 30 yeah. or, or what the deal was and uh, uh but they just it just didn't work out for us maybe it's just a consistency thing for them yeah yep. probably yep. so probably same fans we get this, that same group that is used to doing it that way over and right. over and over you know what i'm saying it's those old people who read newspapers yeah, all four of them. Yeah. <laughs> I had to. I couldn't help it. I'm going to have to send him one, ain't I? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Greg Marlowe said earlier that he was looking forward to uh, paying his uh, fine. So. Oh, yeah. That was the other day. Yeah. <laughs> Greg's on the book. So it's, he's, he's on the on book. The book. <laughs> <laughs> he said he took care of it or something. Yeah. yeah. Mm. He, uh, you know. I, I try to, to be fair, and, and, you know, we judge it based on the situation. Uh, yeah. you know, Our photos probably didn't help this case much, did it? Well, I mean, uh, Greg, Greg's a big guy. I'm glad he's on my side. You know what I'm saying? No yeah. kidding. So, uh, I'm but, working on him not being on my side. I got yeah. yeah, you are hard. Yeah. Hard working on him. Yeah, but, uh, but no, we, we try to be fair and uh, and uh, take all account, account for everything, and uh, especially when the, the sheriffs come to take charge, if you listen and – they get them separated, and there ain't no problems there. There probably won't be many problems in the future. Though. You know, that's something else. I heard a bunch of flack about the two sheriffs there, and I've known them for many years, and they're the coolest two dudes I ever met in my life. Yeah, I ain't never had a problem they with them. They're the coolest dudes. They shake my hand every time I see them and come up laughing and cutting up. If you don't do nothing stupid, nothing stupid will happen to you. Well, I think we've, we we all know that, uh, you know, if you don't don't cause problems, you don't have problems. But right. I, I will say this. I mean, you got to understand, we use the Catawba County Sheriff's Department. Great folks. Donnie Houston and all his guy, but they're – the actual sheriffs that are, are in the county and uh yeah. so what you deal with there is uh they uh they're used to dealing sometimes outside of the track when you got to snuff that little spark out before it comes a full-blooded fire right. so they do snuff the sparks out in the infield really really quick before they become a, a full-blooded listen fire. they're for real too i was on a slanting ridge road on the other side of denver which is catawba county and we rolled up coming home from a race at Greenville Pickens, and it was all your group that works at Hickory, and they were tasing people and hooking them up with handcuffs. <laughs> it was awesome. They had a couple oh. Spanish people that didn't have green cards. They had them laying oh, in the ditch. We, wow. ro we rolled up. They got cars everywhere. It was the guys from your racetrack. We roll up, and I think it was Aaron and I, and we, we rolled up, and they're like, hey, how you guys doing? Oh, you're at the races? Yeah, yeah. Well, we go through. There's these all these people cuffed and stuffed all over on okay, Bridge yeah. Road in Denver. I'm going to graciously stay completely out of that. <laughs> yeah, it was history. awesome. There's, there's no good going to come in a comment. After right the there. green card comment, I would stay clear of that one. <laughs> no, it was the truth. He said they had some people that didn't have the proper identification. <laughs> all right, Kevin, we're going to let you get out of here, and we're going to jump on uh, with uh, Nathan Line back here in just a second. But we appreciate you coming out. I appreciate you guys and look forward to seeing you on Saturday, Langley. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. Thank you. <laughs> that was uh, Kevin Piercy, uh, general manager of uh, Hickory Motor Speedway. Um, 
looking forward to a, a big time uh, season opener for uh, for Hickory this weekend. Sounds like you got a lot of cars coming, Corey. Uh, Corey, yeah. where are you headed this weekend? Uh, I'm gonna go to South Boston for the opening race, and then probably go to Caraway on Sunday. But Kevin knows I'll be there eight or nine times this year, probably. Yeah. Yeah. So. Is Bowman Gray not racing this year? Huh? <laughs> 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 Bowman Gray's off. <laughs> I don't go there every race. Wow. I couldn't. I couldn't resist, man. I mean, you're on it today, I mean, huh? I couldn't yeah. resist. I mean, why? Yeah, why let him away with that? Because I guarantee you, uh, if Mike Jones is still listening, he'll agree with me 100. percent I mean, until well, Mike Jones come on down, I'll find him a car. Yeah. Well, I mean, yep. Mike Jones, L- LOL, jumped in go. right here. Hey, go. he did say earlier that he was uh, very interested in uh, very interested in doing that ride along car. So, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll see if I even have that. Hey, got a got a got a good one for you. A guy called me the other day and he said we got to get Corey in a race car. That's he said fine. we got to. He said I'm even willing. I won't tell you who it is till we you know get it done. We're gonna get it done. Roger and I we're gonna get a car That's for fine. you to drive. And he, and he said if you can get into a certain uh, uh, second bracket within yeah. like ten seconds of you know what everybody else runs, I believe ten seconds. Yeah, I mean you know we we know you're you're checking. So. I drove a car a few times. Yeah, that uh, that uh, <laughs> that jeep thing of yours or whatever it is montero it don't count yeah no nah. i drove a race car a few uh, times anyway. what, what race car have you drove i gotta know i uh, drove a modified um who, who was drove, dumb enough to let you in a modified uh, it was a school thing but it, but the school wasn't going on it was like here you just want to drive this and i'm like sure and it was a tour mod that was pretty fun and uh wow drove a cup car a few times three or four times yeah that's about it you there got, you go. Are, yeah. Were you about to rival Richard Petty for 200 wins? Or? No, actually, like I was talking the other day, went to that Buck Baker driving school in the first year they had the ARCA race back when Rockingham opened back up in 2004 yep. or whatever it was. And I was, I was, I'd never been to an ARCA race, and I went down the pits, and after you get about past 12th place, you start looking, and you got to get a techno shot to touch the cars. <laughs> Gosh, oh well, wow. my fastest time that day at that Buck Baker thing, which was the craziest damn thing, I went, I went there, and I said, is anybody been here before? And the guy, my buddy said, just raise your hand. They said, yeah. They said, you five take off. <laughs> they just throw you to race cars, and you yeah, start you go now. Yeah, and we're probably driving cars. Probably had three or four laps on tires, and I would have qualified like 14th or 15th for the ARCA race in that piece of junk car. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's how bad they fell off. <laughs> that just tells you how slow 14th or 15th is. <laughs> it, it, it was. First I mean, it, it was there. The first time Arker was it. Yeah, Joey Logano was lapping cars, right. and it looked dangerous. It yeah. was scary. It was bad. He was lapping cars on the caution laps. I mean, <laughs> yeah. They were way off the page. Venturini I mean, car. And when you look at the cars that were qualified in the top 10, 15, then past that, I mean, they look like. Yeah, it was great it was, type car. It was, that the same yeah, I don't now? like to bust on the series, but well, I, at that particular I mean, time, they looked that, that race the other night, did you see my comment? The, 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 the last six cars in that race started the other night by lap one was half a lap behind. They right. just took the green that's and took went straight lap one. They were half a lap behind. not any different. Yeah, that's, you know, whatever. It's De- what it is. Debbie Bowen says she's disappointed you're not coming to Hickory this weekend. So uh, I'll be there a few times this year. Yeah, we, we expect yeah. to see you when Bowman Gray's off. So. Right, yeah. <laughs> All right, now we're we're gonna. You know, if if you show up at any racetrack this year, I'm gonna be really surprised. Hey, I was at Southern National. That's where right. were you? You've, you've already went to one more than you went in the last four years. Hey, I was at Southern <laughs> National. Where were you? Drove oh. in the snow uphill both ways. Boys, boys, boys. I was driving on the way. I was driving back from Southern National. Yeah, I was at Greenville last week. Where were you? Huh? All right, get it back on the trails here. Let's just, let's just, we got another asking, guest. We got asking. another guest. Let's bring him on. All right, all right. <laughs> He's probably over here thinking, God, I hope they don't grill me like they oh, did, they Kevin. Won't, they won't. Uh, bringing in, bring in on uh, Nathan Lineback, uh, limited late model driver at uh, Hickory Motor Speedway. Yes, uh, welcome to the show, buddy. 
Thank you for having me. Yeah, man, we're uh, we're glad to get you on here and uh, you know get uh, get more people knowing your name because uh, I think uh, I think you'll get out there and make a name for yourself this year, man. Uh, well, we sure hope so. I've kind of been, uh, you know, a guy that's uh, underrated. Kind of, uh, we run up there at Hickory quite a bit. Uh, we've we're a top ten car about every week, really. Uh, I think we ran there four times last year after Caraway kind of quit or had some mm-hmm. issues and. Uh, we went up there to Hickory. We thought it was a track that would suit me well, considering it's wore out, really have to be a driver racetrack. And uh, overall, when we went up there, you know, that first test was a little bit of a struggle, you know, because Hickory's just a different place uh, sure. from everywhere. And, uh, you know, we went up there, had some uh, decent success. We finished eighth twice, finished seventh, and then a sixth. So we're hoping to break inside the top five. Uh, here at this season opener hickory's got to be a tough place to go and run uh really good i mean with all the limiteds that race Mm -hmm. there and and last year you know at the beginning of the season i don't know about the end because i didn't make it but one race at the end of the year but man they (laughs) they have a yeah good day oh well (laughs) you've seen the good parts you know you're good yeah the 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 car you talking about the the carnage the carnage at the beginning of the year was pretty wild so up there, I mean, it's really different because I came, like I said, I came out of Caraway really that season, you know, second place in points up there, down there, you know, and for, for going to Caraway, it was kind of single file, you know, everybody wanted to do their thing, not really get into much, you know, issues, I guess what you'd call it. But uh, going to Hickory, man, they would, I'd get qualified like 14th and uh, have a wreck about every five laps, it seemed <laughs> like, just really struggle. And, uh, you know, but the wrecks actually helped me, really. I enjoyed having the wrecks, believe it or not. We were able to pick up good positions, you know, because <laughs> once, uh, once I got by him, you ain't getting back by. So. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Corey, I think he, means, but he missed him. Oh, yeah, I missed him. <laughs> it's kind of like, uh, like the stadium in a way, you know. Yeah. You see the wreck yeah. and then you try to drive by a best yeah. you can, you know. Right. I like the Rex. I, well, I, I like this guy right here. Balls the wall, buddy. Hey, man, I'm out over at the stadium about every other week. You know, if I'm off at Hickory, I'm at the stadium. I see you quite a bit. So uh, yeah. You raced Ace a little bit, too. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, yeah. sir. I've, uh, Ace is actually where I started, believe yeah. it or not. Uh, started down there when I was like 13. Nobody remembers that. I started in a 1988 Dillon copy car. It was an old three-link car that my dad used to drive in the 90s. And, uh we went down there. We had a couple of test sessions, and I'm not a natural talent by no means. I had to learn a lot. Uh, I'm just going to be good for a video. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. I'm straight up honest with you. You know, I'll be honest, but uh, I learned a whole lot. Uh, you know, the past couple of years racing with a lot of different guys, Mac Little, you know, and those yep. kinds of guys, and just following them and trying to learn as much as possible. But uh, down there at Ace, Ace was a real one groove racetrack, a lot of grip and just really threw me for a loop my first time you know in that three link car and we went out there for i think qualifying the first night and i was 13 and uh we came up off the of four and i lost control of the thing and knocked the wall down almost took down the flag stand with it so uh i'm, I'm about the only person to knock down that flag stand i can tell you that right now that's uh not no fun feeling <laughs> well <laughs> i like this guy's honesty yes, man. Yeah, I do too. hey if i can be open and honest with you i'm willing tell to be. us I about mean, your team right tell us about it's a family deal huh yeah it's totally uh all my family uh my grandparents they work the, hard yeah they fund the whole thing uh, for me um it's my sister she does a lot of our media kind of l- little right. media stuff we I do understand. 
and uh, my mom she's gonna sell our t-shirts this year we got brand new t-shirts which i'm wearing one now nice but i have the jacket on he's got the merch game going you brought hey no i got merch. him at the shop no merch for us i'll sell it to you for twelve dollars and i'll take one hey when I'll i come up here he charges me i gotta charge him you know back you know <laughs> i have never charged you for a t-shirt great that's great t-shirts that's i gotta great. buy race car parts right. you, know, you give me a free bumper i use them up all the time <laughs> he would never i've been waiting on a sweatshirt for three years now oh yeah. Yeah. well you might get that sometime say it langley yeah I, I have the mother load hopefully coming. <laughs> hopefully coming. It's LJ Designs has got him some new uh, new swag on yeah, the way. Yeah, cool. Set up mail today. So uh, maybe you'll have to trade him to get one of his. You got a duck graphic shirt, shirt right there. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. That was awesome. Yeah. Sell you one for $12. Yeah. Hey. I'll buy it. Bumper bars are going up. <laughs> <laughs> going up $12. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. One week only. <laughs> oh, I got I, can, I got nothing at the house right now. We're good. We're good for about a month or so, hopefully. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure I can outweight you. Oh, yeah, I know you can. <laughs> I definitely know. Yeah, most definitely. Jeez. Now, we know it's a family, um, uh, you know, race team and things mm -hmm. like that. Everybody's involved. But, you know, a lot of young folks that we uh, have on the show and we watch and race and started in yeah. go-karts and worked way up. Tell us how you got to that point to get in the, the full-size car. You know, what, what got you to this point? Well, actually, I didn't – I started out in limited. I haven't been in anything uh, other than a limited or a late model my whole career. Um, like I said, I started out down there at Ace with that old car, and we kind of just – after I wrecked that first car, we kind of just built, you know, what we have. We uh, <laughs> bought a used – Ortec car at the time. It's an old race car. It's about a 2010 wait, now. Wait, wait, wait a minute. You just started out. What, what made you say, hey, you know what? <laughs> I'm going to drive this thing right <laughs> here. You know, just, just let's just jump in this and go. I really can't tell you that, really. <laughs> I mean, it's really hard for me to say because the car sat over my great-grandmother's basement for years, and it was just under car cover. It had dust collected all over it, and I used to just go over there and sit with it, you know, just kind of sit in it and get the feel for, you know, that car, and my dad one day was just like, hey, you know, the car hadn't run in like 16 years. He goes, do you want to go out in the backyard and just play with the thing? Because my grandfather has a huge pasture in his backyard. And so we took the thing up top of the hill, and he said, here, just go for it. You know, and the car, I don't know how the car started. But <laughs> it started somehow. Uh, and, we, you know, they just let me kind of mess around with it. And that's what kind of got me involved and just kept progressing. You know, really, that's what it is. Wow. That's awesome. That's awesome. That is awesome. If oh, nobody, man. if people don't know your grandparents, they should oh, definitely awesome. talk to them yeah. at the racetrack, right? there. You, you've probably never met some great people that yeah. are race fans. Well, I appreciate that, that, yeah. That are down to earth, good human beings. I mean, they're just great people. They oh, they're cool, yeah. Yeah, they are cool. I like it when they come in. Oh, it's uh, sometimes hard. My grandpa, man, he'll, uh, my grandpa, he's really, when he gets, you know, yeah, hyped up or something. He, I mean, he's going, you oh, know. Yeah. And my, <laughs> awesome. my grandmother's over there like, why don't you just calm down, you know, just bring it down a level here. She's awesome. Oh, yeah. She she keeps the peace in the family for sure. <laughs> yeah. You know. Uh, wow. What, uh, what, what made you decide to move from Ace to Caraway when you moved there? Really, you know, uh, we ran Ace, you know, for several years, and they kind of just had those struggles, you know, where the track was in business, out of business. Sure. And we were there through all of that, really. Right. Um, about maybe the third time there, I mean, we finally just said, you know, we got to try something new. 
yeah. know we weren't really having that much success down there you know with right with the racetrack style so we moved to caraway and as soon as we moved to caraway i mean we were a decent car uh yeah. we weren't running on bumps or nothing the car was just straight up coil over car just an old 2006 i believe is what it was mm-hmm. and uh, we went down there and we had some pretty decent sales top threes about every week you know the last race of the the last race i've ever run down there it was a little old bitty 20 lap feature they threw in and uh we led 19 laps and i got moved on the last one just <laughs> just uh yeah it wasn't a good deal but you know that's life and i assume that would have been your first win yeah, it would have been, yeah. I'm still searching for it. Hopefully we can get it this year. Uh, we definitely have a good enough car, you know, this year that we can, we are capable of doing that. We've put a lot of work into it in the off season. We've bought the best stuff we can possibly buy to put on it. Right. And we've, you know, worked countless hours on this car to, uh, you know, give us the best possible chance. Now, is that the same car you mentioned, the 2006? Well, we actually have three different cars. Uh, I okay. have a... They're all used. They're, they were all bought used. Nothing's really new. We got a 2010 Ortec. We got an 06 uh, Townsend. And then we also got a 13 PRW. So, gotcha. So they're all kind of on wh- and Which used. one's the best? Definitely the 13 PRW. I mean, you're just trying to make up the No, I'm not now, making or? it up. Uh, to be <laughs> honest with you, that car, when I, we first bought it, we took it to a test session, and the thing just shocked me. I mean, the car doesn't feel like any other car that you've driven i mean it really doesn't the car feels like a feather to drive to be honest with you the steering i can do steering with one finger if i really want to that's just how well the cars you know put together for us and uh my other two cars are kind of a bear i mean they really are uh we went to caraway and i think we ran out of power steering one night and i just had to manhandle the thing it was really bad <laughs> uh and caraway's not a place you really want to manhandle the racetrack yeah it ain't uh Ain't no fun going off into three with no power steering, that's for sure. <laughs> wow. Uh, Debbie Bowen wants to know what your car number is. Number 71. Uh, Dylan Hauser said that finally someone followed his career path to jump in and just go tear up stuff. That's right. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, that's and Dylan, hey, Dylan Hauser is go good at it. that. That's yeah. exactly right. That's, that's what he did. Hey, you got to go for it sometimes, you know. That's the only option. I think mm. his first race ever was the was UAR race at Track County. His first race ever in a race car ever in his life. Jesus, that's really yeah. jumping in fire. And had a street stock motor in his car. Yeah. yeah. He was really and, and made the race. Wow. Yep. Mm. That's some pretty good stats right there. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, I, I didn't know that was his uh, first race. I, I think it maybe was he'll his tell us. very first one. Maybe he'll tell us if you're wrong. Man. But, uh, you oh, know. he'll for sure tell me if I'm wrong. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Well, I can't yeah. believe he didn't tell Kevin he was wrong. I was, I was waiting what? for that. I figured Hauser would get uh, on Kevin. Uh, yeah, me thing. too. Was, me too. A little disappointed. A little um, disappointed. Jumping on air with me now. Greg, Greg Marlowe says you're you're his new hero. So. I oh, really? Know. Yeah. Hey, I'm not good stuff. stepping up in the world. I can tell you right now. <laughs> I don't know if I'd consider that yeah. stepping up yeah. in the world or yeah, not. Yeah, I, <laughs> for me, for me, salt. yeah, most definitely. Hey, now, now you can stand behind Greg Wiley Whips like these ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. You might even hey, I've seen, Greg, I've seen Greg a few times. Yeah, I'll, I'll be more than happy to be on this. <laughs> You're just lost. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, you know. <laughs> wow. Um. Anyways, uh, you, you said that the car was just setting. Where did the car come from? You, you said your dad raced or something. Tell yeah. take us kind of through the lineage there. Uh, my dad started running about oh 1990 is when he ran. Uh, he started uh, with an old Bush car is what it was. It was run by Robert Huffman. It was a number 75, and it was an old Pontiac is what it was. He ran at Caraway. Was his first ever start in the late model, you know, series. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, my dad, same as me, first night down there at Caraway, he goes off into three, and he tears the, whole, the right front come over the windshield, sat right where his steering wheel is. He wrapped the steering wheel around in the column and lost his glasses during that process. So uh, me and my dad kind of take after one another. I hate to say it, you know, reckoning our first outing. But um, overall, my dad, you know, he was a very good driver. We've got videos of him running ace from years ago, and uh, he had a lot of opportunities uh to drive then and it was pretty much him and his uh pa and nan my grandparents they did everything on their own uh my dad worked to keep up the car uh and they it was pretty much a three-person team out of walker town at the time and you know they did what they could at that time you know but Gotcha. Overall. Uh, chad campbell wants to know if you have any plans to run any other tracks like south boston ace or orange county now Currently, we're just planning on running Hickory for selected events. Uh, those selected events are the Big Ten Challenge, mm -hmm. and then we will also run the Fall Brawl. That'll make 11 shows for us, and our budget's just not big enough to be able to kind of travel like we would like. But Right. Yeah, yeah that's understandable. I mean, yeah. it's, it's hard to make all these shows, man. I mean, Hickory runs a lot of races. Mm -hmm. Well, overall, I mean... I've looked at budgets, you know, for late model teams, you right. know, low-profile low race teams, and then sure. us, and, I mean, we're spending as much money pretty much as they are to run limited, you know, because our right. cars have to be as good, right. really. I mean, because you got guys up at Hickory, you know, like Gage Painter that one season, like last season, run six, won six races, right. you know. you got to be able to step up to the plate and be able to compete, you know. Sure. So uh, it, it's kind of hard. you kind of got to build up and get to their level. You know, and you really don't know where they're at at that step yet, you know, because he was a rookie, I think, last year or so. And I think so. Coming in, you know, and he had a very good race car. I mean, he really did. And I followed him several laps in practice trying to just, you know, see what he did different for me because I try to learn off everybody I can, especially right. if, you know, they're a top five car. I can go out there and kind of learn a little, you know. I'll apply it to my driving style and hopefully maybe pick up a tenth or so during the race yeah what what driver i know you mentioned mac little earlier what driver mm -hmm. have you learned the most from oh man uh when i ran ace probably when i started uh there was two late model drivers i used to go out and practice with all the time uh rd smith was one of them yeah. and barry beggarly i tried to follow barry wow, there you <laughs> don't go get much better let's just shut it down yeah, right <laughs> i mean yeah i tried to rd smith at ace too yeah. is not a bad pick sure. right <laughs> i tried no i mean i didn't hang with them for long but sure I mean, I tried to, you know, hang with them enough to be able to see. You know, right. that's what I always try to do. If I can just see what they're doing, you know, and learn just a little bit, you know, that'll help me improve. Yeah. Because, I mean, if you can't physically see what they're doing, see what they're trying to achieve, then you really ain't going to ever improve yourself, really. I mean, at right. all. So. Uh, but RD was a big one, and so was Barry, and they tried to help me. With any question I had, they tried to really help me out as well as my father at Ace. He had a lot of races down there before it was, you know, reconfigured to the yeah, new yeah. version it was. Right. Uh, but uh, they all tried to help me as much as they can and get me as much uh, knowledge as I could. So yeah, least. when you say reconfigured, that was a long time ago. So he yeah. definitely raced a long time ago there because that was done in 1999. Well, so. it used to be like oh, at yeah. three-eighths, and then it went yep. to four-tenths. And my dad ran the three-eighths. Had, had grass on the front straightaway. Yeah. <laughs> yep. They yeah. had those uh, telephone poles down there in like uh, yeah. one and two. 
That's right. what my dad ran down there. My dad said, when you go down in the corner down there, you didn't want to hit the telephone pole. That's all you were looking for. You hit the telephone pole, your night's done. Yeah. Uh, I guarantee it. Yeah. <laughs> I think it stands with the reason. Yeah, pretty much. Your night Shut is done for sure. Uh, since you've been at Hickory, who, uh, who have you learned from the most there? Well, see, I've only went out mostly at Hickory with the limited cars because, mm-hmm. I mean, Hickory, you know, you don't really have a lot of opportunity to, you know, mix right. divisions. Right. Uh, but I would say following Pat Rachels was a big help to me up there. Yeah. Pat, he's just really versatile. I mean, he can run the top, he can run the bottom, you know, he can run an arc line in and then come off on the bottom if he needs to. And overall, he's just one of the very few drivers I've seen really be able to run the top up there and be competitive with it and save tire like that. Were you surprised to see him step up to late model? Actually, I just found out about that a couple minutes ago. I was really excited. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I figured you would That be, eliminates right. one more in front of you. Yeah. Okay. Hey, yeah. You don't have to pass There's fifth right there. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. He dropped the mic on him right there. There you go. Wow. Hey, I finished sixth like my last outing. Right there's fifth. Yeah, hey. nice. <laughs> moving on up, man. Hey, man. Moving up in the world. That's well, for sure. Process of elimination. Hey, man. <laughs> wow. Uh, what, what do you – Jeez. Um, what do you have quick? Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. It's cool. It was good. It, it was, was really good. good. You've had some of the best one liners we've had on right. the show. We're going to use these throughout hey. the whole thing. I appreciate it, really. Oh, you're very welcome. Great. I'm here for you. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Might make him an every week host. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, what what do you think? I know you said you're working, yeah. you know, hard during the winter trying to, you know, pick up your program. What yes, do you sir. think it's going to take for you to get to that next level? I know you say you want to get to top five, but what's going to put you in the top three and get you to a win? Hopefully. Now, hopefully, we've, like I said, we've made so many improvements this winter that, I mean, it's just pretty much astronomical, the change that that car's made. Right. Um, I'm hoping – that some of those improvements, uh, you know, will carry over to this week's race and hopefully, you know, pick up, you know, some tents at least. Right. Um, but overall, you know, the first test session we had there, I don't even know what it was, like last week or so, we went up there and I didn't really get to practice my primary car at all. It had a bad issue and we had to go back and regroup and fix it. But overall, I had my backup car there, went out and run some laps. And I think really what was hurting me in the long races, the 50-lap races and things like that, was just my driving style at Hickory. I'm used to, you know, Caraway, you kind of got to get to the bottom and run a bottom groove up there. And, uh, you know, at Hickory, you can kind of move around. You're very versatile. And especially going into three, you can burn your stuff up just going into three and then exit a four very easily up there because you got to have a real high line in order just to save, just to be able to conserve anything uh, for the end of a race like that. So overall, I hope... Uh, it's just mostly me or, you know, the things that we've improved on the car. Uh, and then, uh, you know, we'll just have to wait and see come the 16th, really. I mean, that's about all we can do at this point. Gotcha. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I, I, and, and I appreciate you saying that it's oh, mo- yeah. you feel like it's mostly you. you know? I, I really do. I mean, because... Like I said, my dad. Nobody ever says no, that. No, they don't. I'm gonna it be drives honest. me absolutely crazy. Well, I'm going to be honest with you. I mean... Because my dad was raced with Robert Huffman a long time ago. My dad happened to be up on the spotter stand with him when Landon was running a race. Well, anyway, Robert had pointed out to my dad that I was running a low line. Well, yeah. for me in the car, I, when I, when you're in, you know, that environment and your right. adrenaline's going, you're not really thinking of a whole lot other than I want to get this guy in front of me, right. and that's it. Right. You're not thinking about, hey, this is the wrong line, and it's not going to work out for me here come lap 49, right. you know? 
So my dad constantly has to, you know, just tell me, you know, get me back in the right mindset because if not, right. I'll just race the thing so hard every lap, you know, that I'll wear it out. I mean, right. really, I will because I push, you know, I try to push the car as hard as it'll go in order, you know, to be in the position to win the race. Sure, sure. And I think that's what hurts me at Hickory being the racetrack is so wore out, so abrasive that I push it too early and then kind of just fall yeah, apart out. at the end of the run. And that's, uh, you know, I think what's been, kill what's been killing me, whereas at Caraway you had a little bit of grip, it was a little less than ace, but, you know, you were actually able to do that, push real hard and not wear out your stuff as easy. Who who do you think is going to be your biggest competition at uh, Hickory this year? I know Gage is, I think, running five races this year. And then uh, – Yeah, I think he's not old enough, right, to run yeah, the car or something. Ain't he 13 this year? 13 yeah. So he's looking to uh, move up to the car store stuff, I know. But uh, for opening night, I feel like Gage is going to be up there most definitely. Uh, I was going to say Pat, but I found out he was, you know, up to late model. So that kind of took <laughs> Dodged a bullet there. Yeah, I did. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, the the ones I know of right now uh, would be, you know, most definitely Gage will be a front runner. And then uh, I used to run with Car Cody DeMarbles. Cody DeMarbles was a very good one. He was very quick inside the top five about every week. I would say he'd be a front runner as well. So Yeah, got you. That's it. Now, that's if he comes and, you know, who shows up. Sure. I mean, like I guess that. you never know who's going to show up. Yeah, I mean, well, on a given week, you know, you you had the few. Like last year, you had Gage, Vince Midas, you know, you had Pat. Well, you know, there's your three. You know, you kind of figure they're going to be, you know, inside the top three sure. in some way, shape, or form about every week, and that's who we got to be. Monty Cox should be there too, shouldn't he? He, he moved up to late model last year. Yeah. Huh? He moved up to late yeah, model last year. Yeah, he moved up to late model. Well, he ran like you know, one if you got out of Bowman Gray a couple times last year, you didn't Look, know he was in late model. Hey, you know, it's, it's, it's getting a little wore out now. <laughs> the, the Bowman Gray thing? I mean, rocket, dude. I'm yeah. cool with it. Rock it out. Just say it. That's what I do. I go over there and I pound beers and take pictures, right? I mean, just say it. And I'm cool. I respect it. Oh, I like seven racetracks no, last year. And I think that's cool. Well, just come on and say it, he, right? He's, like, a, he's a, a true stadium fan. I went fan. Right. seven racetracks I mean, last and, year. And he rags on me, and I went to like 14 or 15 last year. You did not. I did. 14 or 15 racetracks. For what, man. Greyhounds? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> come on, man. What, you saw no. Roger's horses? What? <laughs> right. No. Right. I don't want to see that run in the back. <laughs> they don't. Oh. Wow. Ouch. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. Felt that from here. Yeah. That was tough. Uh, <laughs> and we're dark now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know if this is a, meant to be a compliment or not. I'm, oh, I'm, I'm actually pretty sure it's not. Oh, I, I don't. I actually, I don't really know. Uh, Philip Philip Gouge uh, said that uh, you and uh, Zach Bruinger should be team would make great teammates. Wow. Man, that, Man. That's, uh, he is silent. Dead silent. Completely silent. I think that. I'm going, Bruner. you know, on one half, I'm you know going, what? yeah, I and actually, then I'm going, eh. You know what? I take Should Zach I say Bruner. it or not, you know? I would take him all day because when I need yeah. somebody crashed. <laughs> oh, like, wow, like, yeah. Like, I, I think people underestimate him. He's He don't care. Well, he is. Uh, like, right? So why would you not want that dude on well, your team? Well, he's very calculated yeah. with like, his moves, too. I Well, watching him throughout. I'd be a teammate know, with him because yeah. I'd key up and be like, listen. He touched me again. <laughs> oh, boom! <That's> it. <laughs> well, if you also think about it, you know, he's very aggressive just, you know, when he's riding. Yeah, right? What That's I call what riding. I mean. So right. he'll move anybody, you know, however sure. early in the race yeah. it is. I take that, dude. Sure. If you're behind him, you, you gain in position, right. you know, every you couple of hours. This is a plot. Clear me a path. Yeah. yeah. And he, then, you he's know. He's got the math figured out yeah. on how yeah. to gain position. I like hey, it. Right. 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 Without passing anybody. I like yeah. it. Yeah. You got to pass them. They just wreck. Somebody else do the hard work. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I mean, Zach, do we have a baby yet? No, I don't okay. think so. Okay. 
What? Oh, not that I know. Wow, that just got wanted real. To find out. That got real. So. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle uh, Kyle Barnes. He's uh, he chimed in, said he's coming to play in limiteds at Hickory this year. Oh, cool. He said he's looking forward to trying the place out for a second time. So oh, Kyle cool, will be cool. good, I'm sure. Yeah, he will. Uh, yeah. He's uh, good pretty much everywhere he goes. Uh, running the uh, southeast um, limited deal with. He uh, used to run light models there, didn't he? As well, or? yeah. I Maybe. think he doubted Kyle it. Did, he, he, did. he did run late models, but I don't know if yeah, he ran late models at Hickory. But uh, and uh, just for the record, Corey uh, Dylan Hauser said that you're wrong. It was the second race. No, second <laughs> you, you race. Were, you were close. You were close. Oh well. Second he said, race. "Don't ask him how it ended." So. Oh. He got wrecked by a girl, I think. <laughs> I think you're right. I think Ouch. I'm right. That's a long time ago, but I believe I'm right. That would have I didn't want to say that out loud, <laughs> oh. but I think you're right. He got wrecked by a chick, but anyway. Well, the comments might be get good now, you know, with Dylan here. Who wrecked him? Do you remember? I don't remember. I can't remember. You remember? I don't remember either. Uh, we need. We Rebecca need. If, Kasten, if, if Andy had been there, he'd know every woman. Might have been. So, you know. Yeah, Andy would know. <laughs> every female driver, yeah. man. Yeah, on on point here. Uh, Debbie Bowen said <laughs> <That's> no. <laughs> creepy in a new way. Right. That that was creepy. You look at your window. All you see is a forehead and some eyes. <laughs> right. That's creepy in a whole new way. <laughs> man, look at look at through the window. I'm pretty sure tonight's show is going to be our last. Uh, yep, there's two <laughs> people just listening. Went downhill well, at least wow. I got on it before it quit. Yeah, there you <laughs> that's go. what I'm saying. <laughs> right this kid, I love this kid. Yep, made the last. Got something episode. out of it right there. Made the last oh, episode. Uh, Dylan Hauser said, "Give me a break." She had a forward crate, and I had a six oh two. Oh, so it was a girl, and now we have yeah. excuses for it. <laughs> I would not have admitted that, but okay. Yeah. Uh, he's nah. about like me, just open, honest nah, about it, you good. know. Yeah. Well, in his case, hopefully, oh. hopefully it's not with yours, but in his case, he's too dumb not to. So, man. Debbie Bowen said, "No baby yet." And I talked with him now. last week. That's bad. <laughs> yeah. Oh man! Wow. <clears throat> All right. Well, we got to get to Chris Regal on the phone, but uh, you guys got yeah. uh, you guys got anything uh, anything else you want? Yeah, ask I wanted you? to ask you. You live come over on. just north of Winston Salem. I mean, yes, you're sir. traveling over here to Hickory to race. Is it hard to come to a facility where you hadn't been able to get your name out there yet until until we get you on a show like this to get some fans to get some support? Well, mostly, you know, I hate to say it, but my fan base has you know never been big. You know, it's just mostly friends, family that I know. Uh, you know, my my uh, grandparents on my mother's side come about to every race, you know, we run. I've had uh, Al Hill over at the stadium. He come and run, you know, come watch me. His uh, daughter Susan, they come yeah. watch me. You know, it's mostly just friends and family that see me. Uh, and, you know, I'll go up in the stands, talk to people. If, you know, they come up to me, I'm more than happy to talk to anybody. You know, I'm open, you know, talking. What do you think? But, I think he's gaining a lot of fans tonight. Oh, I guarantee it. <laughs> Getting ready to go viral. <laughs> Just wait till this thing podcast. So. Well, like I said, I go up there with my, you know, my grandparents. As soon as the race is over, I try to run up there and see them because, I mean, you know, they they want to go home. Sure. I mean, right. really, because they've right. been there for like three or four races. They're ready to get out of here. You know right. what I'm saying? So right. yeah. I'll go up there and sit with them. And, I mean, I'm open and honest, you know, with anybody. Come yeah. up to me, talk to me, ask me a question. You know, if I've wrecked somebody, don't. <laughs> but, I mean, you <laughs> oh, know. Oh, no, that's what I'm we're going to ask you. Oh, no, I don't want no questions then. You know, I, I'm, you know, somebody else. Because uh, you know, some people, they come up to you and they're like, hey, I'm going to knock your teeth out. I'm like, I'm not into that. I, that's not good me. Run, good run's better than a fight any day, that's for sure. Right there. I'm out. I'm out, he says. Holy shit. Wow. Awesome. I've seen enough fights at the stadium. We're good. Wow. wow. You can get your money's worth. <laughs> 
man. I don't know. Let's what get else to Chris Ragel. I don't know. <laughs> what Chris else Ragel, yeah. I got nothing. <laughs> Wow. Uh, if you want to hang out for a few minutes, we'll uh, we'll talk to Chris Ragel, and then we'll talk to you as we close up. Here. Yeah, sure. I'm all about it. All right. Uh, let's uh, let's get uh, Chris Ragel dialed up on the phone here. We now have uh, Chris Ragel from the Cars Tour. Uh, he's the race director and uh, a man of uh, many talents uh, during the week, uh, or at least we think they're talents. We're not really sure. Uh, we've got uh, Chris Ragel on the line. Uh, Chris, thanks for joining us, buddy. Yeah, yeah, glad to be on here and glad to be uh, doing our, our first post-event report with uh, you guys at Race 22. Excited about the year and uh, feel like we kicked it off in a good way. Absolutely, man. Uh, it, it was a it was a really good weekend. Uh, it was good to be, uh, you know, back at Southern National Motorsports Park. Um, great uh, field of cars in both divisions and uh, really good crowd, I thought. Yeah, it was. It was. I mean, we hadn't been to Southern National for a few years and I think that reflected on the on the crowd and and um you know like you said good field of cars um you know um 27 uh super late models took time and and, and 30 late model stocks so you know 10,000 win both events so I, I don't think we could ask any more especially with with the weather and, and the way it was so um excellent uh, excellent open weekend do you, do you feel like you uh you know extremely lucked out on the weather I tell you what, we did, uh, you know, um, dodging everything we we had to do on Friday, and and uh, then you know, Saturday that had looked good and then looked worse. So you know, uh, but uh, we, we stuck it out, and, and uh, um, it worked out well for us. So big thanks to the fans and everybody for coming out. And I know there's a lot of questions in the air and stuff about if we were going to get it in. So um, you know. Big thanks to those those fans for for having faith in us and and, and coming out and and catching a good good event. And we definitely got to give a big shout out to your boy uh, Mike Bushy, who uh, I think he uh, cleaned the track off about three hundred seventy three times. <laughs> he does. He and Mike, you know, Mike. I was, I was talking to him on Sunday. You know, uh, we work with Mike on on plenty plenty of of occasions. You know, touching the cars, but uh, he works just as hard when he's when he's working on the racetrack. Uh, you know, at Southern National, they're they're lucky to have him over that way. And uh, you know, you go to a lot of these places when you tour around, and you can really see who 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 takes care of their places, and 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 those who who maybe let some of that stuff go. But uh, Michael Diaz and his staff over there at Southern National, Mike Bushy, and all those folks are just great to work with, and and uh, they were they were ready for. So that that's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Southern National is always uh, ready to go, and uh, anytime you got Bushy helping, uh, that's uh, that's a good thing because he's uh, definitely passionate about the sport. Uh, uh, but uh, I, I want to dive right in here. Um, you know, a couple of things just kind of you know come across. Uh, um, you know, I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you the hard questions first. Um, yeah, perfect, awesome. <laughs> um, one, one thing was uh, you know a lot of people I, I seen you know talking you know just being there at the track was talking to people man they were they were really frustrated with the the late start you know they thought weather was coming and uh, they thought you guys uh you know were uh, were not taking that seriously uh and and I don't I don't think that was the case at all I just think it was just the uh you know momentum of the day but I'll let you tell us about it yeah I mean you know there's no other way that to, to say it than, than starting late like that I think I don't know we were probably 20 25 minutes late and that just sucks you know yeah. and uh it it, it it's uh you know that's not good it's not good it's it's one of those things where you know uh something we we usually take pride on um and that we're usually pretty good at and um but you know like i said like i tell everybody um and and it's no secret 
from from our standpoint, this event that we do every year, uh, going back to last year, even with with Tri County and then and then this event here, this big event that we do is our hardest event that we do all season. It'll be harder than the than the Old North State Nationals paying thirty thousand to win later on in the year. This race here is the hardest event logistically because you're taking a lot of new competitors in both divisions. People, you know, majority of the time there's a lot of folks that's never raced with us. We've always got some some new staff folks, um, and uh, you know everybody's kind of got that off season mentality, and you know then you throw weather in that, and, and a three o'clock start when we usually have all day, the you know all, all the other you know ten or eleven events we start at seven o'clock seven thirty, right. so this is the hardest event logistically for us to pull off. So um, it, it, it's it's just tough you know so it's something that we we have to get better on and and, and that we usually are pretty good on and uh you know it's definitely not a thing of of of, of being being you know serious or not um but it is tough for us but yeah that's that's a big pet peeve of mine personally and i think as a series we like to be punctual and and, and we just weren't so uh we, we've got to get better at that and um we will all right uh next hard question is uh you know some people feel like uh, there was some inconsistency in the way that you guys called uh, uh the spin out uh, late in the race with uh, Mason Diaz and uh, Preston Peltier um you know take us through the process of what uh, you guys saw and what uh, made you decide not to penalize Peltier Well you know it's it's like I tell these guys you know and and, and we talk about it anytime there's an, an incident on the racetrack or a yellow flag uh, for contact or anything like that, you know the the, the race, you know the race uh, can you know can uh, be be basically ran in its entirety without you know me being involved. I guess you know we've got the competition yellows with 40 laps now, but if if you you know if you take those out of it, the race can be ran up until those points with without me being involved at, at all. Once there's an incident, then it forces me to, to, you know, the competitors put me in a position to to make a call, um, and right. you know, um, so that was that was an incident that, you know, when I first initially saw it, right off, you know, naked eye and stuff, watching it, that um, I thought the 33 did did dump him, um, I, I did, and then um, I went over there and looked at uh, uh, pit road TVs that the broadcast, and, and and they rewind it back for me, and and um, you know, it looked like the the 24, you know, bobbled a little bit uh, in, in the center exit off of a three and four there, and and a 33 was was right there on him, uh, or you know was trying to trying to go inside of him and and whatever it may be. But the 24, I felt like bobbled a little bit, and uh, you know, 33 got into him. I don't, you know, I I don't feel like uh, you know it was a non-purpose type thing. I think it was just a just a, a racing you know racing incident, and it you know. The, 24 is is does it bobble then then he he's probably still ahead of him and 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 go from there if the 33 is not as close it doesn't happen you know so it's just just a just a judgment call that uh that that forced my hand there that uh you know did the best that that i, I can yeah i've got you uh the three one one thing that i wanted to bring up was do you guys have a three spin or three wreck rule because it sure didn't seem like it with the <laughs> with uh, tim hollis and uh, uh the 61 car and a couple of other guys man they were just wrecking every chance they got 
Uh, you know what's funny you seem to say that language. Uh, that's what I'm thinking in the tower, you know, I'm like, ah, <laughs> uh, you know, that's, maybe we, you know, maybe we need that, you know, oh gosh, you know, and the, and the worst place, you know, worst thing of it was, it was, it was guys that were just consistently, you know, beating themselves up, Yep. you know, for 21st, 22nd spot, you know, um, and, uh, you know, so, man, that, if, if there was ever a race that, uh, that made me think about it. It sure was that one. Well, I mean, going forward, are you uh, planning to, you know, put something in just to uh, make sure that doesn't happen again? You know, I, I hadn't hadn't quite thought about it's that yet. Um, it, it definitely might be something that we we look at. You know, try not to. You know, I try not to to make any you know knee jerk reactions. It's first one year, you know. So right. um, if if it's a consistency, then then yeah, we have to adjust and adapt and things like that. But I would say right now for Hickory, then then you know just kind of stick to to what we've been doing here. I, I know it's fairly typical for you guys, but what makes the Super Late Model Race so much more of a uh, demolition derby almost than than the late model stocks? Uh, you know, that's once again that's. I think you know that, that's all our own opinions. If if I asked you that question, or we asked somebody else, or you had somebody, you know, if you had a driver on here versus me or whatever, you know, it's very selective, very very opinionated. You know, I don't know. Per- perhaps sometimes I think there's maybe those people that you know don't have the experience or don't have you know aren't quite the level to to handle the the the, the super late model car that's that's already in that in that machine you know um a lot of times i feel like that's it you know that uh maybe that it's just a little bit too much for them um you know the other time the the other thing is sometimes some places we go southern national being just a a crazy fast track that uh these guys are on on on, you know are hammering down around such an edge you know any little slip or any any little you know bit of contact uh causes causes an incident orange county's the same way you know you, you've been there plenty of times you know that place is 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 it happens fast happens quick you're racing really close and trying to get every inch and you know southern national everybody's digging for the bottom so you know i don't know man maybe you know <laughs> maybe you guys can help me out with that one yeah, I don't know. It's just uh, that was something that uh, Jared Fryer actually brought up uh, last week before, you know, we went down there and they had so many more cautions. You know, he talked about how he uh, wanted, would like for in his career, he'd like to race, uh, you know, super late models, but against the late model stock guys because they don't run over top of each other. So I found that it's, interesting. Yeah, it is. And, you know, it is crazy. And Jared, Jared, Jared is the prime example of knowing both those things. And, and right. I guess me too is seeing it. I do think our, our super late models uh uh, versus our late model stocks are, are a little bit more incidental, you know. Um, like I said, I think it's the combination. I think it's the power. I think it's being on edge. But a lot of it, I almost wonder if it's the respect, you know. The right. the those guys on late model stock, you know, they you know, they I feel like they there's a little bit level, a little bit more level of respect, you know, give and take, and and, and this and that, and the veterans and, and the young guys and and things like that. Um, I, I think that could be another another fact factor of it too, but. Jared knows that, you know, he's he's one of those guys that's raced raced a full season with with both of those and and, and he knows that.
Right. Yeah, for sure. He would know better than anybody. Um, yep. Another question I've got for you, and this is something that's uh, come up with uh, fans, you know, asking this question, whether it be on, uh, you know, your some of you guys' live uh, stuff or uh, on Race 22. And, and even this weekend, I had uh, some people ask me, I guess they thought I still promoted it. I'm not really sure. But uh, they uh, they were asking about an autograph session, man. And I, and I just wonder, you know, why, you know, you guys don't do an autograph session because it just seems like you have the perfect opportunity. Yeah, so once again, going back to that logistical logistical thing for this first race, if you look at the Hickory Motor Speedway, our next race for, for, for March 23rd, our upcoming MTP Tire 300 Hickory, it's got one, okay. you know? Um, it's it's a total, you know, once again, can you imagine if we had a 30 or 45-minute autograph session? Oh, that would have been oh, bad. Yeah. That would have been catastrophic. You know what I mean? Catastrophic. Uh, e- either, you know, we try to, uh, Bubba Pollard had one of the best quotes at, you know, the garage doesn't open at 8 a.m. except unless it's a NASCAR race. Well, we had to open the garage, you know, this weekend at 8 a.m. on Saturday because of 3 o'clock start. So, right. you know, if we do that, that, that opens and, you know, open the garage at 7 a.m., you know, it, it, it has to give or take or, or, or be added somewhere to, to get that 3 o'clock start. So, um, you know, I, I really feel that, uh, it, you know, that first one's just always tough, you know, logistically, you know, gets darker quicker. Um, it gets colder, you know, you never know what kind of weather we're going to get. I, I do think, you know, it, it is the right call, you know, that we, we started during the day rather than a, yeah. a, a night race based on the weather. So, you know, it's, it's something that, um, we do, you know, uh, a lot of time, you know, one of, you know, one of our biggest events, a throwback 276, you know, we, we, we really make a lot of time for that. And really that we want people to see the cars and the, the legendary drivers and stuff. So, like I said, it's 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 just a, a you know a logistical thing, um, you know. Uh, so, yeah, you know, I know I know Michael was saying that too. He heard some feedbacks from the fans at, at Southern National, and, and I hate you know I hate that that's the only time we're we're coming coming out there, and 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 we didn't get one in. But um, you know, that's that's just kind of something you have to 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 to, to pass off, pass up on, so we can get that race going there at three o'clock. Right, understand completely. That that makes total sense, and I'm glad you guys have one at uh, Hickory for sure. Uh, I- anything else, uh, you know, come across your mind, or anything else you want to talk about from uh, from Southern National? Well, I mean, I think you know, I think uh, overall, uh, you know, I think from all aspects, I think it was a, a good, you know, a good weekend. Um, two great finishes um, at the end of the day, while. Well, there's, you know, always things, like I said, being on time and, and, and some of the, the cautions. And, you know, we had the that had the red flag, um, you know, with, with Brandon Willard and just, you know, give everybody an update there with our flagman, Brandon Willard. He's he's back, you know, glad to see him back. That was a scary, scary moment. For um, sure. For sure. But uh, he's back 100%. He'll be at Hickory. So, so uh, you know, I'll, I hope everybody comes and, and shakes his hand and, and uh, tell him not to scare the hell out of us again like he did. So, um <laughs> So yeah, you know, I think I think overall it was a it was a, a it was a good weekend, um, something to build on. You know, um, it was it was cool seeing Brandon Pierce get his his first win, and um, you know, obviously Bubba doing what he he, he does. Um, he doesn't race with us often, and 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 is not gonna not gonna you know run the full schedule or anything like that. But uh, I think when you look towards championship points on the late model stocks, you got uh, you got um, you know. Brandon as as Pierce on as an early leader, but uh, Josh being second, heading to Hickory, um, could could uh, 
could uh, you know set a presence for for early and you know early points. Um, yeah, I mean, absolutely. you guys know that uh, we only run eleven points races, so you have to minimize your 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 um, you know bad events. So um, and and then uh, you know on the super side. Bubba's probably not going to run them all. You know, you got uh, Jared Fry that had a good run, and, and Brandon Setzer that's up there. So, um, you know, I think it's a, a great, great start to the year, and, and uh, a lot to look forward forward to for for Hickory. Yeah, I think Hickory makes uh, things really interesting. Uh, you know, especially uh, Brandon Pierce. He was, uh, you know, here with us last week before his big win this weekend, and he he absolutely hates Hickory. So, uh, you know, he's going to have to find a way to put himself in a good position there to uh, keep his points deal going, and uh, should be interesting. You know, Josh is always good there, and I mean, there's uh, there's a host of guys that'll probably enter that race that are locals uh, or semi locals to Hickory that'll be uh, in the mix. So Hickory uh, is shaping up to be a really good race. Yeah, no, it's it it is it is cool, you know. Especially like I said on this touring twelve, I, we had them fill out sheets. What's your favorite track? And and about 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 half the touring twelve said Orange County, so we got that one right after that. But but Josh Berry definitely put Hickory. So, um, <laughs> yeah, so so I think these you know these guys, and if you look at his, the stats on 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 car on car store digest, um, they'll show that uh, Josh has, has been been the guy to beat there. But um, you know, like you said, we've always get. Uh, Get some local guys like Austin McDaniel has has great stats there, so hopefully we'll see him. And then, um, yeah. So uh, and and two, like I said, it, it's our second race for the Supers. Uh, we've we've never went there this, this early in the year, so um, uh, on the late model stock side, guys won't have but one weekend of, of of to get on that track. And usually the Supers have the Easter Bunny and things like that to 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 be there at. So um, it's going to be going to be interesting to see. Uh, you know what kind of field and what kind of race we got here at Hickory here in a couple of weeks. Chris, give us a lead in. Is there is there as far as rules wise? You know, you guys have kind of taken the forefront on a lot of that stuff uh, after post week one. Do you feel like you're still headed in a good path? Do you see things? Oh, maybe we need to do different. Uh, and any update? Think it was you know kind of a shortened weekend. You know, not with as much practice as normal or whatever with the the weather delays and things. So from a rules perspective, you still think we're on track heading the right way or yeah i mean there there's 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 a couple that you know i think i feel like our motor packages and, and stuff like that we had you know all three you know we had uh, uh on the late model stock you had um a kowalski uh uh you know enforcer there built enforcer was was first uh, um Josh Berry Harrington um, was was second enforcer, and then a a Ford with with Deke was third. So felt like there was pretty pretty good parity. You know, um, we, we we went pretty in depth on on the tech. You know, it's ten thousand dollar check. So sure. um, you know, got to go get a little bit in there. Um, and uh, you know, um, you know, for as far as the super side, you know, I, once again, I know I know uh, it was a McGinnigill and in in McGinnigill and and Jared's. Preston Peltier had progressive, and then it was a Hamner and Bubba. So it's excellent to see those two different, two different, you know, parody, parodies in both divisions. Um, a couple things. One, one thing is, um, you know, I, it's probably like I said, I, I don't mind stepping up and saying, you know, we did the knockout qualifying at 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 uh, at Southern National. Um, you know, it's something that I like, and, and some people don't like. Uh, some competitors do like, some don't. Um, it, it really doesn't work if you don't have a, a pit wall. Um, like, a, you know, it's great for a place like Concord or South Boston or Myrtle Beach. 
Hickory was going to be knockout qualifying. It will not be um, just because while we have done that before, it's just more ideal to do when you have a pit wall um, and a little bit more space. Um, so, you know, to back, go back to, to single car qualifying, um, why, you know, so, you know, we're, we're always trying to adjust. We haven't really put a lot of, you know, schedule and things like that out there. So we feel like that's a, a small little adjustment that we can, you know, without changing the whole thing or being a last minute game changer that, that, that we will do. So, um, those are, those are the couple of things that, that, uh, that I guess, you know, rules wise and things like that, that, uh, that will adjust for from week one to, to week two. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a good plan. I I, I think uh, the knockout qualifying is interesting. I don't know whether I like it or not. That was the first time I'd seen it, so I'm not really. I don't really have a, an opinion, uh, you know, formed yet. But I do think I could see where that could be a whole lot more beneficial behind, you know, a pit wall. So, um, all right, man. I guess uh, that'll do it. Uh, you know, for for this conversation for this week, we'll uh, talk to you after uh, after Hickory, and uh, Appreciate we're you coming uh, on. we're definitely looking forward to uh, to Hickory. It's uh, always a great race, and uh, Definitely expect the car store to put on a great show. Yeah, well, uh, once again, I appreciate everything you guys do. Uh, y'all had y'all had full force there at, at uh, um, you know at Southern National, so appreciate all, all your coverage. And you know, I you know I know know y'all hear a lot of stuff about the tour. Well, we we hear a lot of stuff about you guys. So I know people really appreciate and really get into um, you know seeing those stats and seeing some of those things that uh, that you guys do and and. Um, uh, we appreciate that, and I know a lot of the fans do too, as well. So appreciate everything you guys do for the car store and uh, and and for the competitors. Well, hopefully not everything they said was bad. No, no, no. It was it was it was a positive deal. You know, it was all positive for sure. So um, you know, people really you know really like to get that stat, like that information, and, and be talked about. And, and um, you know, uh, that's that, I think that's a probably one of the long lost things in, in short track racing is getting that information those statistics and stuff like that that uh you know that people like to to feel like they know what they're talking about when they're sitting in the stands drinking a beer watching a car store race it's awesome yeah, absolutely all right man have a good night thank you for joining us all right thank you yeah, we really appreciate uh, Chris Regal uh, jumping on with us. Uh, he's going to be giving us the uh, Cars Tour, you know, post-race report uh, from from every uh, Cars Tour race this year. Um, you know, really, really, a really good race, and uh, I, I think Chris, uh, you know, you know, really, really told us, you know, a lot of the inside there, you know, of uh, what goes on for them, you know, with uh, with all the stuff from this past weekend, and uh, you know, I appreciate him being, you know, so candid, you yeah, know, about everything. That's the big thing. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, I think uh, I think the car store is the you know we've said it before, but the car store is the best thing going right now. I mean, for sure. You know, and uh, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, hopefully, some of these other racetracks will uh, you know have uh, have really good seasons this year. I know everybody, you know, Kevin Piercy included. You know, I know everybody's working really hard on uh, you know trying to you know make things better. Um, whether that's from a competitor standpoint or a fan standpoint. And I think they're all searching. I think that's the one thing I've learned from having Darren and Kevin on here. They're all searching for what to do about fans. Right. And what do they do? What's the, what's the answer, Roger? Listen to them. <laughs> well, if you don't have any, you can't listen to them. Yeah, but they need, my, my personal opinion is I think they need to, to work a little bit with a racer, trying to close those relationships up, right, get, sure. get their arms around that more. Sure. I think they need to have – I don't want to say a better relationship like kissing their hind end, but sure. I, I think there's got to be a more a more give and take deal where sometimes you know 
the racetrack has to lose and sometimes the racer has to lose just like sometimes i have to lose in here i mean it's just right. the, kind of the way it works and and i'd like to see them put a plan together to give the fan something if you could show the fan something that you're going to give them that is exciting like the right. last lap of that car store race right you could spend some mileage off that but do you think the the last lap of that car store race is enough to no. make somebody that's who's not a race you. fan. Right. Two, two seconds after it was five you minutes know, after it was over. What I text you? Same thing. I text you the same thing. I, I, and you you clarified it right. The whole rest of the race wasn't great. Yeah. The last two laps was the greatest thing ever, right? So right. You, yeah. I think you got to try to spin that to get people to come more often. And, right. and But if you're not spinning it at all, sure, nobody comes. Sure. I think, you know, one thing from, you know, talking to Kevin, I think he uh, I think he really wants to, uh, you know, try to dive more into social media. I just don't think he knows where to start. Well, I'm interested to know, you know, I think things have to change by, first of all, things coming to the forefront and people gathering real facts. Right. We can't make, you know, people will always have deep rooted things that they don't like Kevin for this reason or they don't like me or they don't like you or hell, even some people don't like Doc. You know, I mean, (laughs) it's just just what my opinion is going to be part of the deal but i i find it I, i'm i applaud him I, I i don't think i would say this i i applaud him for coming on here and being as candid as he was that's that's the most candid kevin piercy that i've seen in a while yeah and i think how do you not respect that right and i think he came you right. know open to talk about anything right. like when you know a lot of our guests we get in here and it takes 30 minutes or 45 minutes or an hour to no, warm them up he was ready to go from the drop of the green flag how do you, you not, know how do you not kind of you know for people that hate on him and and i listen i've dogged on him a couple of times i the difference is i dog him right to his face when i'm mad at him we have that relationship right. you know and i i i i respected that tonight a little bit i i i gained i gained some more leverage that here's a guy that's that's trying to put together something for the grassroots racer. He he knows who his market is. I think he knows right. who his racer is. Right. That's why he took the stance on the spindle that he's taking. Mm-hmm. He's going to try to protect that person. Absolutely. He's probably going to sacrifice that opportunity of having 40 cards because he's going to protect the 15. Right. Right. He's going to protect his product, but it's why he's still in business and. Half of the racetracks that came around when he was in business are not anymore. Right, sure. I mean, he's uh, he's still there, and that's more than you can say for a lot of people. Right. So. so, I mean, I think there's a lot of people that hate on him, but I think he's, man, I think he's doing a great job. And I I actually challenge those people that are hating on him, including me. It's something that a role that I've taken to, you know, reach out to him and, and see – what they think about your ideas. What's the worst right. thing that you can tell they can tell you is, no, you're an idiot. You right. know what I mean? I've been called way worse today. By me? Here in the last five minutes. So <laughs> I, I just mean, I, right? I, I just mean, like, I, I would, I, I think he seems to be more open to ideas than I think anybody thought, right? right? Like, that was the biggest takeaway that I had from it was he's trying things. He wants to tell you some of the things that he's trying. Maybe they're not as big as what a lot of us would like them to be, but he's doing it. Yeah, I'll tell you the one thing I get out of this is, man, I really I love Race 22, and I like this radio show. Man, I wish I was promoting races. Man. <clears throat> yeah, but you've said gonna lie. <laughs> every one of these things multiple times over and over again, right? I mean, right. so why don't you? I don't know. Why are you not? 
uh, ain't got no money, you know. Oh, so that's what it is. That's it's money's the, the money's the hold up. You're yep. so full of crap. <laughs> <laughs> you're so full. I of mean, it. have you seen the car I drive? Uh, have you seen the thing I'm driving? Yeah, yeah it's like brand new, pristine. Okay? It's a van. It dude. may be. It's a minivan. It, it may be. Okay? It's a black minivan. <laughs> it may, what, what brand is it? I can Ford. <laughs> it is a Ford. Ford Transit, uh, I think. Yeah, yeah, it's a Ford. So, something like that. I mean, you might as well stick a Mercedes symbol on there. It's a that thing Ford. Looks. He even said it. Swagalicious. I wish you guys could see That's his him, new man. nickname. Yeah. I wish you guys. He's got some great hey, swag. Hey, do we have on. hats for sale, too? Yeah, Nathan. we need it. We'll pub your stuff. He's got swag Believe it for or days. not, uh, we don't have hats for sale yet. They're the, just strictly for my crew. Yeah, but they can pre-order, probably, can't they? They I mean, can if, send you a message I mean, and pre-order. Yeah. 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 I mean, if anybody would like hats or something like that, yeah, we're more than open to having them made. And you know, having them available. Yeah. Uh, currently, though, we just have our shirts. Uh, we Where can ha- they get them? That's what I was about to ask. Yeah, mostly we're just doing sales throughout, like autograph sessions, things like that. Throughout, you know, fans. You need to put them on stands. Facebook and sell them. Yeah, right. exactly. You got a Facebook fan page? I don't. It's just my personal. Okay, Everything give we, it out there. Give yeah, it up. It's just Nathan Lineback. That's it. My That's Instagram's it. my big place for y'all can reach me. Rule Hall Redneck. That's what it is? <laughs> yes. Amen. Yes. Hold on. Hold on. Let's spell that so that people can get it right. Rule, R-U-R-A-L, redneck, rule hall, redneck, rule hall, so H-A-L-L. Well, I'm thinking underscores, too. I'm having to go back to it, like underscore, yeah, that one might be Just look him up by name, not username, okay? Well, it's still Nathan Lineback either way. Rural Hall. (laughs) Well, I've gotten a lot of nicknames throughout, you know, basketball and junk like that. Natona is another big one. I get yelled at, yeah. Like, I got one of my basketball buddies. They'll yell at me like that. So, I'm like, I get 20 nicknames. I'm going, yeah, I think that's one of them. Swagalicious should probably stick. That's Roger doing right there. That should be on your next shirt. Right, Swagalicious. We're giving it away here for free. I'm telling you. But Rural Hall Redneck's it. But you're not getting a shirt for free. It's okay. It's $12 for you. He's not getting a bumper for free. Uh, I'm going to have to start learning how to make them on my own at this point in the game, you know? Nah, oh, man. It's like they come in here and give me a hard time. Yeah, they time. do. They're good people. I uh, send. I keep sending them. Yeah, you, know? you send your grandma. Yeah. She's a great lady. I, I, D- Dylan Hauser said you should that uh, y'all should have put the Instagram on the T-shirts. Yeah. I think we put my Twitter. I'm not sure because I know Dylan, you know, had to look at the prints and everything before they printed them. I think we put my uh, Twitter on there, like Chasing Nathan Racing or something like that. Um I'm thinking that's the only one we have on there. Uh, you got just a website or anything? Not currently. No. Man, I'm behind Lord. the eight ball you on are. this man. You got no website. He's been too busy working on his car. To I know. I'm always in the shop pretty much anymore. Well, I mean, after being on this show, you're a superstar. Right. So you I need know. all this stuff. Yeah, in line. exactly. Yeah, yeah, your stock has really uh, gone up. Yeah, but really, four I people mean, listening. Currently, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, Kevin Piercy was the big one. You know, they were like Kevin Piercy. Nah, they weren't oh, listening there. to him either. Yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't have nothing to do with that. <laughs> Oh, no, nah, but I mean, currently though, if anybody would be open to buying shirts or something like that, hit you know hit us up at the racetrack. We'll be there the 16th and every yeah. Big Ten race, hit as well as social. fall brawl. Yeah, as well as fall brawl. You know, we're uh, we're definitely looking to sell them. They're twelve dollars a piece currently. You know, unless you know little kids things like that, we you know we'll work that out. You know, because I That's let little awesome. kids do sit in the cars and things like that. But you know, little kids come into play. We'll you know work that out at a later awesome. date. You right. know, so. Uh, but two uh, adults, they're $12 a piece. We have blue, black, 
uh, currently. We did have some pink, but my mother took those all, so <laughs> they're currently unavailable. So, uh, but they're reordering. Yeah. They're reordering pink. So yeah, message, restocking. Them. They're restocking. Yeah. message them for your pink. Yeah. I'm sure that they'll Oh, don't be worry. My dad just sent me a text. I'm like, yeah, this will be good. Because <laughs> yeah. I know he's listening tonight, too. I know him. He's like, yeah, you shouldn't have said that. Oh, no. You weren't That's here. Great. I I'm, didn't know. I'm glad you came. Like, I didn't get the tap on the shoulder. Hey. <laughs> right. That ain't no go on that one. All this right. This is awesome. Wow. This, this, wow. this quite possibly could go viral right here. Yeah, this is our man. biggest shot. Wow. Um, just going to have to have me every week. Then, right? so I'll tell you what. Promote PRW up here, man. Yeah, well, awesome. I mean, since Corey leaves before, you know, we get done, I know, maybe well, you just have to take his spot. I can. <laughs> I'm, I'm open to anything, Corey. man. Hard on Corey. I love to give Corey a hard time. Hard on He don't know how to handle it. Hard also, on. though, I do want to say, I um, also want to play a big shout-out to Robert's Oxygen Company. They're one of our sponsors on board this year. They came on uh, fairly late. Uh, but, you know, they're on board with us for the 2019 season as well as um, Foothills Times Magazine and Foothills Times TV. They're on board as well, so we're super excited to have both of those on board with us. And, you know, we're, we're still open to any other sponsors willing, you know, to talk with us, you know, and work out a deal. But, uh, you know, I'm just, you know, none of those deals in the past have worked out for us, you know, the way that we would like. But, uh, yeah, we're definitely open to sponsor deals as well. Well, after tonight, you'll have them lining up. Huh? Hey, I'm hoping to. We we're looking probably have a hundred thousand dollars side. We're looking for hustle. as many as we can get because like he's I selling said, his t-shirts too cheap. Though. Yeah, I agree, well, but we couldn't get to well, it. He's quick I know. For volume, man. He's going to sell volume. Well, you, you I mean, gotta you gotta sell high until you get volume. Well, see, sales. I'm Mr. Nobody over down. here, so I mean, you know, we'll, we'll make a dollar and call it good. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's about all you're making. Yeah, maybe. exactly. <laughs> hey, you know, if I can get my shirts out there, a better promotional deal for me. So yeah. I'll work with it. You know, as little as I can get. I predict there's going to be a fan section. You know what I think you need this year. I think you Doc need. might be in it. <laughs> I think you, you never know. T-shirt gun. T-shirt gun. I was yeah. open to that. Yeah, I really am. Like, I'm, well, nobody I'm, does trying, that. At listen, no, what I'm telling, we're giving you no. gold here. Like, There's really. four people listening, and we're giving you gold. <laughs> hey, that's fine. You should have a T-shirt gun, and you should be launching them things anytime. Because yeah. I mean, right? Like it. it even nobody turn, does turn that. into a game against Kevin. Right, like when Kevin's <laughs> not around, <laughs> just yeah, launch the thing off, yeah, right, yeah. and then go back down, and he's going to be like, like autograph the? session. Just, just do it in the middle of the race. Just just, yeah, right. Like, no, I, I think that's a great idea. I, I get sad that people don't do that. You know, that used yeah, to happen a lot. That was like a big thing. Well, Hickory, I've never seen him do anything like that. Really, the Reem guys used to do it. Remember Ramos yeah. and them guys yeah. on the on the Reem deal? They had one of them, and they'd launch them off all the time. That was a big deal. I thought that was cool. They, they like usually that. shoot them off at the stadium. I, I don't know where you're getting at that idea. Yeah, yeah. ladies I mean, auxiliary and everything. Right, yeah. right. We got to wrap this party up. Let's this weekend it. coming up, uh, got a lot of racing. So uh, yeah. if you uh, if you uh, love short track racing like we do, and you wouldn't be listening if you didn't, um, you uh, you you should be at a short track this weekend. Myrtle Beach is in action this weekend ones. with the modifieds. A lot of good ones. Uh, South Boston has their opener. Uh, Hickory yep. has their opener. If you like to hear me Greenville ramble, Pickens. come to Hickory. <laughs> you Just go. talk to me there during the go. autograph session. We'll be good. Uh, Greenville Pickens is uh, back running this weekend. We'll see how their uh, combined classes go. Um, that should be. This is uh, going to be an interesting one for me because yeah. this is yeah. really the first real weekend of everybody all at one time. 
Yeah. And we're going to, I think, well, I don't we're know gonna, if it's everybody, but it's a lot yeah, more, yeah. you know. But I think we're going to get more numbers of how many truly, you know, we've been saying about right. how much better we think this is getting, and the right. numbers are proving that it's getting better. And I think we're going to be able to see truly how many people, you know, we're not one, oh, the Cars Tour race is going to take away from Hickory. Right. Now almost everybody's no, kind of going to try now. to do their thing. Yeah. 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 And yeah. I think this is going to be more consistent of what we're going to get moving forward. Um, just so you know, Nathan, yeah. uh, Thomas Bean said that Piercy has one of those guns, so you can go steal it. Oh, yeah. Start yes. shooting them up into the stand. See, so. I don't know why nobody's thought of this. I'm sitting up here getting gold from Roger, and I'm like, it's working. Can. Yeah. If you've we, heard, you've heard of fool's gold, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you got, got a plenty, lot of that got today. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard plenty of it. I agree. <laughs> All right, well, uh, that's going to do it for uh, this episode of uh, Race 22 Radio. We'll be back. we got a special guest next Monday. We're going to have uh, Michael and Lee Falk on. Should be some incredible stories coming from those guys. Uh, so we got them, got them on Monday, and uh, we'll be back then. Uh, Doc, take us to the house, buddy. Hello. I must be going. Well, that'll wrap up tonight's show. I want to thank everybody for listening to Race 22 Radio. Keep us logged on to Race22.com for coverage of all your favorite late model stock car racing action, videos, podcasts, and much, much more. We'll be back broadcasting live around the globe next Monday at 6 p.m. from right here at Performance Center Racing Warehouse in beautiful Statesville, North Carolina. Until then, we'll see you at the races. Race 22 Radio is a presentation of Race 22 Productions.